What the happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, we're live. Let's roll. It really does feel literally and figuratively like uh, the morning after. Already a late night, although I'm going to have to respectfully uh, disagree with my colleagues, uh, Dane Martinez and Joe Ranieri. It sounds like... uh, it sounds like they lost their purses and their skirts. Uh, that this ooh, this game's too late. Uh, we'll have to we'll, we'll have to disagree, respectfully disagree about that. But uh, no, nah, it does feel like the um, the morning after, literally, figuratively, because it was a crazy game. You're all fired up. You got money on the game. Takes a long time to uh, to unwind. And I don't know if anybody saw my Twitter account at uh, SportsRage. And I have Gabriel Morenzi in Midtown Manhattan. We'll throw it to Joe in a second in Miami, Florida. So. I'm up late last night. I'm always up late. And I I got a problem. Like, I got to change my sleep uh, patterns here. So, I'm up until about 2.30 or so. It was moving on 3 o'clock. I generally wake up at about uh, 6.45, all right? So, I'm getting into, like, less than four hours now. And, you know, it's like, oh, God, but whatever. Uh, at least at least we crushed the championship game. So, I was, you know, I was I was feeling it. And I got caught up watching the Twilight Zone in the late night hours. Um, so lo and behold, man, now I know what it feels like to get aerated, uh, essentially, at 6 in the morning. At about 6.18 this morning, man, there was a fire in my condo. Now, not my unit, but I could hear the roar, like the, 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 you know, the alarm went off. But I live in like a modern condo that's very annoying. And it's like the future. It's like this robot starts talking to you. You must evacuate. You must evacuate. And then it starts getting louder and louder. So I you know, I did what any normal person would do. I basically, like, put blankets over my head. And I was like, oh, God. And I figured, listen, I'm mentally tough. I can sleep through it. <laughs> I'll sleep through this. And I started to think, maybe there really is, like, a fire, and this is an emergency. But I was like, ah, whatever. I'd hear sirens and stuff if it was true. And lo and behold, I see a bunch of cops outside my place and sirens and stuff. And I'm like, God damn. And they're like, you got to evacuate. You got to evacuate. The first thing I thought of, I'm like, where are my winning tickets from last night? Because I was like, if this place is going down, man, I got to find these damn tickets. I'm I'm, I'm like turning things over. I'm like, where are they? Here they are. Then I'm like, I can't forget the chronic. I'm like, I went back. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. All right, the morning after has it begun, literally and figuratively. Looks like everybody's a little hungover, man. Sean looks beaten down and worn out. Joe Ranieri and Dane uh, complaining that uh, they got to uh, play these games earlier. Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. I think the Florida Suns gotten to you, Joe, in which I'm assuming, too, like, and I'm not even going to hold it against you because when I lived in Vegas, I actually became like an old person with the early birds and stuff like that. And, like, I actually, like, my girlfriend at the time, like, didn't like it. I used to tell her, listen, we got to go eat now. She's like, it's 5 o'clock. I'm like, that's when the deal is at the buffet from 5 to 6. Right? So, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why would we pay double like when we could go now, right? And she goes, nobody eats dinner at 5 o'clock. I'm like, we do. Like, <laughs> so, we so, do now. Yeah, so like, like are you, do you have tendencies of an old person now that you've been in Florida for so long? No, listen here. Yeah. And I, first of all, let me just say this. I am uh, I, I am so proud of you that, you know, most people when faced with a fire alarm first thing in the morning, they go for things like, I don't know, birth certificates, things of uh, value that way. You, my friend, go for last night's tickets and your stash. And that is the first thing that you're grabbing for. So kudos to you, brother. That's the way you do it, man. It's priorities, man. Absolute priorities. I, I didn't I didn't lay all this money out on Virginia here to get my ass handed to me and it burned down the fire. So I'm with you there. I'm a professional. Uh, I've been down this road before. And you absolutely. know what? Absolutely. I was going to take one for the team, too. Dude, oh. it was like literally, I think it was it was uh, 618. So it starts, boom, it doesn't stop. I try to fight through it. 
then I realized, all right, this is real. And I have a, uh, I have a history. I once uh, stayed live on the air during a fire uh, on the radio. And, you know, the alarms were going off, same thing. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's probably a false Mm. alarm. And, you know, so this is old school. So I'm like, you know, sitting in the radio studio and the the operator sort of a couple of feet away from me. So the alarm's going off and he grabs his bag and he starts to like head for the door. I tell him, what are you doing? And he goes, well, there's a fire. He goes, we've got it. We got to evacuate the building. I said, like, uh, I said, you can't leave your post. Like we're live on the radio here. I said, don't worry about it. It's probably like a false alarm. There's no fires. I said, whatever, dude. It's it'll, The alarm will stop soon enough. It'll go away. It'll go away. Everything will be fine. So um, he's like, this guy was kind of like a big kind of wuss. And he starts like freaking out about like, uh, you know, it's, he's going to go and stuff. So I threatened to fire him. <laughs> I basically told him, I said, you walk out that door right now. You're done. You'll never work on my show ever again. So uh, he walked out that door. <laughs> so, so much for that. He left me live <laughs> on the air. So I told him, I said, whatever, dude. I said, just go. And like the light, the red light was on. I was like, I don't need you. I was like, just go. So I'm doing the show and stuff. And lo and behold, dude, like the firemen come in the studio. Masks and all. What are you doing? Yeah, they're like, what are you, an effing idiot? Right. There's a fire in a dentist office right below you. They're like, it's explosive. And I'm like, what? I'm like, why did somebody tell me? I'm like, explosive. I'm like, grab my chest. So the next day, he filed a complaint. So, like, the next day, I got called in by like HR and stuff. And they were like, listen, um, it came to our attention that uh, during the fire last night, that you didn't evacuate the building. You kept doing the show. Mm. And I said, well, I thought you guys would like that. I'm showing that, you know, how, how important it is. Yes. Right. I said, the way I look at it, I said, I'm like the captain of the Titanic. And, and actually, he bailed. So I'm like the band. <laughs> you know, I said, you know, I'm sort of, I'm live. I said, I take it seriously. And uh, and they were like, yeah, yeah, you can't force people to, like, stay, stay through fires and stuff. So um, I have a history of this. So, like, this morning, I was like, there's no way this is real. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, God, this is annoying. And it was freaking out, Joe. Like, mm-hmm. it was like getting my door kicked. It was like, oh. So, it's one of those deals. And then I'm like, all right, let me, um, I got to, you know. So, I look outside, and I see a bunch of cops. And I see, like, trucks coming from, like, distance and stuff. And, like, sirens. And I'm like, oh, God, maybe this is real. But I still went about my business in a timely manner. So, yeah. You still did it well. You still got uh, you still got what you needed to get done. Yeah. That's all. I thought That's I good. was like, all right, maybe I won't be able to get back in, so I better grab a computer for the show. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, I better wear those tickets. I'm like, I, what mm-hmm. if it's real and there's a fire? <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, the yep. birth certificate and stuff would have been done. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I didn't want. You don't lo- even know where that is. Let's be reasonable. I'm not losing a stash, and I'm not losing exactly. tickets. Yeah, the, the birth certificate ain't by the stash or by the ticket, so I'd have to look for it, and I'm not by uh, As the place is burning down, it's your priorities here, people. And I wanted just to take, a, like, a little mini... <laughs> I leave my place at, like, 745, 750. Oh, so what's that like? I wanted to uh, I wanted to take, like, a little mini uh, power nap again after this, like, trauma. Like, I had the shakes and stuff. 
Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it gets you all out of rhythm. No, but I couldn't. The alarm kept, everything kept going until basically I was like, all right, well, I got to leave in 20 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm all rattled. Uh, as you can see, yeah, you know, I'm sure people are very disappointed that I didn't shave. Yeah. Um, I look better than Sean, though. Sean looks like he was on a bender or something. Like, yeah, he see, looks like he's been dragged through a cat's ass backwards. I don't know what it is with him, man. He's like half disheveled. Looks like yeah. he uh, woke up in an alley. Uh, I, yeah, I did. I wasn't with like a hundred dollar bill in his mouth. That's the thing. He doesn't gamble. So one night of gambling, like you, you age, That's Sean. It. Yeah. yeah. Age, yeah. You do. You really look like you're like two years older after last night. Yeah. Well, I had a cover for Chris Pavona, so I, I was here at five thirty in the morning. Oh, you poor thing. Right. Well, I'm oh, just saying, yeah. I, you know, I watched yeah. the game. I didn't go to bed at like 1.30. So, yeah. so wait, wait, wait. So what are you saying? Like the game being on at 9.20 wasn't very conducive for somebody on the East Coast that has a job at <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning? I'm just saying, is that what you're saying? Because uh, I, I, yes, I just want to make sure you're not wearing your Depends here, okay? No, I know, I know. The 6 in the morning's rough, see. We, yeah, you and Dane's opinion, you and Dane's <laughs> opinion are skewed. By the but fact. how does it make any sense, man, when you – the whole point of trying to grow the game is you spend all of this time centering it around even the casual fan being able to get involved and to, to follow it. If you don't have a horse in the race, how does it do you any good to have a championship game at 920 in the East Coast, 620 on the West Coast, where, by the way, people are starting to come home from work. They got to feed their families like they've already missed the beginning. You got guys going to bed because they got to get up. Kids aren't. How does that help anybody having it on a Monday at 920? Wouldn't it be better to, to have a Thursday semifinal and maybe a Saturday or Sunday championship where everybody can enjoy it? I'll ask you this. For all the money that they spend on the rights for this stuff, Mm -hmm. you don't think that they would put it on at a time in which they thought they would get optimal ratings? Right? Like, you know, why does the Super Bowl start at 620? You know what I mean? Like, But it's not on a Monday. And and, and you know what? It should be on a Saturday. (laughs) No, but it's true. We can, like, you know, we can almost start people. It's funny because people are bitching about WrestleMania. Should move it to Saturday because it's Sunday. And it goes. Dude, WrestleMania was a Sunday night. Imagine being out at the Meadowlands at 12.31 in the morning. Like watching wrestling. You know, like the thing, it, it never ended. But, you know, I think we live in an era now where, you know, we question everything all the time. And we don't really believe in tradition or history. And it's like, wow, whatever, this would be better. So let's do it this way. And I'm not disagreeing with you, Joe. I'm not disagreeing with you. But, you know, they have the final four on Saturday. And, look, the, the college football um, playoff Monday, you know, I don't know. It seems to be a college thing. I thought it was ridiculous when they played the college football playoffs on New Year's Eve. And they mm. were so arrogant. They said, well, we could play college football on the 4th of July and we'd crush it. And yeah. they didn't. <laughs> they got <Yeah>. killed. <laughs> no, they didn't. It's like, no, nah, you're not bigger than New Year's Eve. You're, you're, you're big, but you're not bigger than New Year's Eve. So, nope. Um, but I'm not, listen, I'm not going to disagree that we can always come up with better times. And Joe, if I was scheduling this, it would probably be different too. You know what I mean? Like I would, mm. I would shift everything. I was talking about it with the women. I would have the women's game before the men's final four. So it doesn't get buried. And I would do things a lot differently in sports. But one thing I want to bring this up. It's true. The later a sporting event is on Joe, the higher the ratings are. Like, it's an East Coast bias. People on the East Coast hate it, but there's, it's, you know, 
I know there's there's you know there's more to the world than just uh, New York City for the most part. No, there's not. Yeah, I know people can't <laughs> accept that. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Remember in the beginning? When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. All right, morning after Fantasy Sports our Radio, Television Network, Sports Byline, uh, iHeartRadio. I'm Gabriel Morenzi, Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. One of the best in the business, Jerry Palm, uh, mm. will uh, step up and then join us uh, in 11 o'clock hour. Uh, to uh, to wrap up the college basketball uh, season. And, um, you know, we're talking about the start times and these games go late. It's definitely a it's definitely an issue in the modern sports world right now. I think baseball has the biggest issue because they can't control the length of the game. And if a game goes to extra innings or a game is high scoring, 
and and you know if the Boston Red Sox or the Yankees are involved, it turns into a six and seven hour game. Now, last year the World Series really was being played at two in the morning and at one thirty yeah. in the morning. One of the games I think went to like three thirty or something. So that that is just too much. But as I stated, you know that they've that they have this to a to a science now. When it comes to when they're going to start the game exactly, why 9:20 instead of 9:08? Uh, why not 9:02? And I just sort of started to, uh, to and I, you know, I don't know if you remember this, Joe. You remember it was last year actually. Um, the coach of the Washington Huskies, the football team, Chris Peterson, he complained that uh, Washington play too many night games on Saturday night. And he said, you know, we always, you know, we don't get the 7 o'clock game. We're always getting, you know, the 10 o'clock game, the 10-15 game on um, on ESPN. And ESPN actually showed him, and they, we have. Basically, it's the highest rated part of the night. And basically, they showed him every time when the Washington Huskies have been on in the afternoon, your ratings suck, right? He goes, mm-hmm. look, when you're on at night, have more people watching. And this is just, I'm speaking of the NBA. The NBA talked about their start times. Uh, the NBA has higher ratings when they start the game at nine than when they start at eight. Like the, and the ratings amongst the teenage demographic is also higher. Ratings for kids from two to 11 uh, years old, so the young demographic, 18% higher when the start time was at nine o'clock. With teens, 11:30 Eastern Eastern rating was 34% higher. There's something to be said. Like people don't go to bed that early, with the exception of talk show hosts that have to do shows at 6 a.m. And that's brutal because you know you got to get up damn early. But the numbers show, you know, like um, you know the numbers show, like these sports leagues wouldn't start so late if it was hurting them. It might hurt people sleep on the East Coast, but as I stated, it blows people's minds, but there's more to the world than, like, you know, what New York and Boston uh, wants uh, the game to be kicked off at, right? Yeah, you know, but so- I don't think – listen, nobody is saying that, hey, listen, for, you know, here on the East Coast, you should start the game at 7 o'clock so we can all enjoy it. it what we're saying is there's a better alternative. It's called Friday, Saturday, and Sunday where you don't alienate one yeah, but coast the, the, or the, the final other four coast. is on Saturday night. But you could put the final four on a Friday, okay, which would still garner a million views, even possibly even more, and play the championship on Sunday Friday, and still have that. There's a reason they don't play Friday. Friday is the biggest wasteland on television. But, but again, Friday you, night is like it's people aren't home. Like they, but the they argument go out, that they're, if they're, you put it on there, people want to watch championship games, then they'll watch it, whether it's Friday, Monday, Tuesday, so they'll so still are we gonna start this So are we going to start the tournament now on a, on, a, on, on a Tuesday and a Wednesday and play everything? Like, are we moving everything up a couple of days well, now? Well, let me ask you. If you put, the if you put let's say, the, the Final Four on a Thursday night, would people watch? Absolutely. Probably just as many people that watched on a Saturday would watch on a Thursday. So then no, why not put the no, championship on a Saturday? They wouldn't. That's why the Super Bowl. Bowl isn't on a weeknight. Well, then why is the championship on a Monday night if people won't tune in because it's supposed to be championship games? Yeah, but the thing is, people are tuning in. Like, that's the... Like, but, yeah, yeah, but, but everything even, is relative. Everything what, is relative. I, we don't know what the ratings are. And listen, we all we said coming no, into this... That, 
we actually have them in there. And keep in mind, though, these ratings based on last year's was on so, TBS. So Don't what, what was the ratings for last night? These were up from last year a little bit, but last year was on TBS. The year prior was on CBS, which more people have access to, obviously. So they're down from two years ago, CBS to CBS. They're up a little bit from what TBS uh, provided last year. Yeah, but again, so that's TBS versus I know, CBS. but you think CBS are upset right now? Things worked out no, for them. No, they still won the night, absolutely. But that's not saying much. So I mean, what was you, their you, rating share? The rating share was, they were up 13% from last year, 8.8. So 8.8 is is very large. Yeah. That's a, that's a large audience. So, like, like, that's the whole thing. There's In today's society, we have a necessity to want to fix things that aren't broke. Is it ideal? No. Do we want everything on the weekend? Like I said, the Super Bowl, to me, the Super Bowl should be on a Saturday. That's one that I would go with because... It's the Super Bowl. It ends like Sunday night at 10 o'clock. Everyone's burnt out on Monday. You know, some people aren't going into work. Everyone's hungover. You know, the Super Bowl almost should be a national holiday. And you have two weeks building up and you have the Super Bowl on a Saturday night. Then, you know what? You know, you can get away with it. But it is what it is. I mean, the college football championships on a Monday night uh, as well. Monday night football. You know, listen, Jason Witten ruined Monday Night Football, but even their ratings were actually higher this year somehow. <laughs> but, like, Monday Night Football has always been a staple. Like, people watch sports. People have been conditioned to watch sports on Monday nights. You know, they have and with, with Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football's done it. They have Monday Night Baseball in, in the summertime. Well, let me ask you, do you think in your heart of hearts that if you move the championship to the weekend, that the ratings wouldn't have been better than an 8.8? Do you, do you think it would have just been the same? Because we'll never know because they're never going to take that chance. Yeah, but then but, they take away. Then you're just moving the ratings of what the final four is on Saturday. That's almost their showcase show, right? The two games. It's a big block of television time and advertising time. I think the the championship game is just sort of a a, a throw-in. Because let's be real, too. A lot of times the championship games come down to who's playing, what's the score of the game. I mean, look, last year everyone was really hyped. Ooh, Villanova and Michigan. The game sucked. You know, Villanova mm. destroyed them. And by the time there was 10 minutes left, you know, everyone knew the outcome of the game. And I think it goes to show, and, and a lot of people, including myself, including myself, that judge something before knowing, which is a stupid thing to do, in which everyone said, ooh, it's going to be a boring game and the ratings are going to suck. Well, it was an ultra-exciting game and the ratings were good. <laughs> so, you know, we have to let things play out. But it's a good debate. I wouldn't change this. I don't have a problem with it. I think Saturday's sort of their their showcase. I'm not going to disagree that people would watch it generally wherever it was, but college football thought that too, right? Oh, no, we can go on a Friday and we can go on a New Year's Eve. It doesn't matter. People will stay in. And they didn't. Yeah. And ESPN warned them. And, I, you know, seriously, the ESPN knows TV, right? So, like, ESPN told the, the committee, you're nuts. They said, we don't like this. We're paying all this money, and we don't want to do this on New Year's Eve. And they said, there's a reason why we have the Peach Bowl on New Year's Eve, like one game, all right? There's a reason. <laughs> and they, the NCAA basically stated people's hair could be on fire on the 4th of July, and they'll watch the college football playoff. Not they so had much. their lowest ratings ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. The next year, it happened again. 
mm-hmm. and they had crap ass ratings again. And finally, like into year three and four, ESPN won and said, "Screw you!" Like we don't care if it's the apocalypse. We're not putting this game on New Year's Eve. Like, we're not doing this again. So, you know, times times do matter. But I'm telling you, Joe. As I stated, CBS and these guys spent a lot of freaking money to broadcast these games. Uh, they they have algorithms, programs, um, jackass executives, and everybody else in between. They know exactly what they're doing with the start times. That's that's my belief when it comes down to this. Baseball is another story. I think baseball is the biggest problem. I don't trust networks nearly as much as you do. I think they just, this is the way it's been. And I think they're arrogant. I think they're arrogant enough to be like, oh, we don't need to change it. But I do think there's a, just because it's not broke, don't fix it is not a, if you can make it better, wouldn't you want to make it better? That's all I'm saying is why alienate a generation of kids who can't stay up to watch what they've been watching for the last three weeks. I, I don't think, I don't think people are clamoring to have the final four on a Thursday night. We won't know. That's the problem. We just won't know that. I've but never I, heard a one person people, say, you know there's what? There's a lot of people clamoring who didn't get a chance to watch this game last night going, this sucks that I watched it all the way to this point and I can't watch the championship They're game. They're not real fans. Like I don't, what? You know what I mean? Don't start watching a movie if the movie's three hours. You know, yeah, the game went to overtime. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It was don't actually a pretty quick moving game. How are you going to actually grow the sport if you go to the casual fan? Screw you. You don't matter. You're not a real fan. How are you ever going to grow the sport? I don't. That's one thing that I'll state that I don't know if college basketball will get grown. And if you look, like I said, it's like the NBA. And I said, listen, I've said the exact same thing about baseball. And yeah, like I well, said, I think you can apply my what you're arguing. The thing is, college athletics doesn't have a ratings problem, right? Like baseball does. Like baseball does have an issue. Baseball has an issue with less American kids playing baseball, right? There's more soccer fields than baseball diamonds now. Like there's, you know, that's the problem. And, you know, I'm, I'm of the same belief how it'll catch up to your sport in 15, 20 years if you don't groom and cultivate kids watching a sport is at five and six years old. But evidently, as NBA ratings tell us, parents don't put their kids to bed very early anymore, Joe, I guess. <laughs> Well, and, and keep in mind, too, baseball, it, it's not you're not getting nine billion dollar TV deals because the ratings aren't good in, in many parts of this country. That's all there is over the summertime. That's all people watch. I mean, go to Kansas City. The number one rated thing there is Kansas City Royal Baseball, and they suck. But when you have nine million channels, you better have some content to put on there, people. And they're paying for 162 game buys you a lot of content on these cable networks. That's why they make nine million nine billion dollars a year in baseball. I'll tell you, though, if you didn't have to wake up to do a morning show at 6 a.m., you're not complaining about this. Morning After continues. DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. (sighs) 
I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Maurice Allen 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion 2017 World Number One Me personally I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. So, guys, we invite you to tune in to Calling the Shots with Keith Irizarry on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network weekdays, 8 o'clock to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as Keith takes you around the sporting world, checking in on live game action. Also has a daily stream of notable guests, second to none. So if you are able to watch the show and not just listen, make sure you guys catch the video feed live or on demand on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page or in your favorite OTT provider. It is calling the shots with Keith Irizarry on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page weekdays, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, great, uh, Good job, uh, Joe. Um... I just saw Richard Deitch. I don't know if you read Richard Deitch's uh, work over at Sports Illustrated. He's, he covers the media. It's great. Yeah. Um, he says that uh, he interviewed. Here it is. I, I'm just. I nearly just fell off my chair. Actually. Media column. He says at Gene's territory has made me smarter as a sports viewer. Oh boy. He spoke to the rules analyst over the weekend about his role. Gene Steratore made Mike Carey look good. Like, the only thing that Gene Steratore is worse at uh, officiating a football game is commenting about officiating during a basketball game. <laughs> like, I don't know if he was right once. Um, you know, he's like, it needs to be distinctive evidence, yet the ball's off his pinky, jackass. There's the evidence. 
Like, I, they're much. like, well, it needs to be inconclusive. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, we're, we're slowing it down and blowing it up for you, man. Hey, <laughs> there's the evidence. No, like, dude, like I, I don't know. Am I, am I wrong here? Like, no. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this, but, like, Gene's territory. And listen, I a lot of these games, I'm doing podcasts on my own, and I'm yelling or whatever. So I'm not really in the nuance of, of Sterator and his comments. But every damn time he spoke, he added nothing, defended the mm. referees. Oh, geez, it's tough when you're out there. Then last night he said, well, if you slow it down, it really looks like anything. It's like, no, yeah. it doesn't. It looks like what happened if you slow it down. Yeah. Like, like no, no, that's, that's exactly actually what, what happened. happened. No, it looks like anything. He brought nothing. <laughs> nothing. He was awful. Terrible. Brutal. Terrible. In my opinion. And that's a tough gig, too. The only thing harder than actually refing it is trying to be subjective while refing the refs. Uh, well, I, because a, they're all your buddies. Job. It's an easy yeah, job. Exactly. It's, it's, it's an impossible. easy job. You look at the replay, it's like, well, you know what I mean? But There it is. They blew it. I don't like, I used to get into it with Corey all the time about Mike Pereira. Like he thinks Mike's the greatest and stuff. I'm like, he's terrible. Like, all he does is defend his buddies. Like, what, well, there was, I forget which uh, clown-ass referee it was in the National Football League this year. Uh, if I saw his name, whatever, they're all idiots. So, um, Buddy was involved, basically, in, like, seven different, like, miscues, all right, Joe? Like, what a shock. Yeah, there was, like, you know, a couple of severe ones and weird ones. And so I'm watching the game. It was a Saints game. And lo and behold, he screws up. <laughs> screws up the replay too. That's the thing. I'm gonna. That's gonna be to get off my lawn. I'm gonna bitch about later. But he screws up. He screws up the replay, and it's clear he screwed it up. So Pereira is supposed to say, "Well, they made a mistake." So he sort of begrudgingly does. He's like, "Well, you know, I guess yeah, you know." And and, and after you know, but I mean, that's a real tough call. Real tough call. And and then he goes into you know, yeah, that's a tough call and. Um, the announcer goes, yeah, he's been involved in some controversy this year. He goes, yeah, it's it's really, really crazy. He goes, oh, he's a great ref. And then they show the best man at his wedding. <laughs> the best, it was the best man at his wedding. You know, look it up right now. Best man, I'm just going to look it up. It'll pop up. Best man. Best man. Mike. It's hysterical. Herrera <laughs> wedding. Yes, man. Now, I'm getting all kinds of weather, wedding registries and stuff like this. Screw oh, no. you. I'm not sending you a blender or a toaster, all right? Not getting it. I'm, I'll get this. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll get to the We'll do this during the break. I'm going I'm to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. But um, so, yeah, I talked about uh, saving my tickets, Joe. And I'm not listen, man. It's one of these deals where it's like, oh, I wish I would have went bigger on the game and stuff. But. I'm not going to lie to you. Before the game started, it was one of these, I don't know, man. I'm going with Virginia. I think they're mm-hmm. the better team, but, and I'm taking the over. Everyone thought I was insane. I had people laughing earlier. Oh, Brent, you look, it's 3-2. How's your over? <laughs> and, um, you know, and you know, we, we went contrarian. I figured, you know, I went against Texas Tech so often, I figured I'd do it one last time. I'm stubborn like that. Right. So, we hit the... Um, we hit Virginia, we hit the over, but then we got into some nice props. Jared Culver, under 17 and a half points. Yep. Dash it. 
We talked about it on the show uh, yesterday morning. We caught it. And this is the one I'm most proud of uh, here. Kyle Guy to win most outstanding player, plus 440. Nice. That was a good number. That was really, there was some value on that. So last night, we hit the over in the game. Um, We hit Virginia in the game. We hit Jared Culver under 17 and a half. We hit the most valuable player at plus 440. And then we hit Virginia and the second half over as well. So, um, yeah, it was like a, it was, it was a, we crushed it last night. Mm. But it's one of these deals where you always wish you bet more, you know? Yeah, always. always. Yeah, you always wish you bet more. And listen, we bet nine baseball games yesterday, too. And uh, we ended up going six and three. San Diego coming back, you knew, I knew it was my night last night. We hit all this basketball. I, I didn't know the Kyle guy won. I was waiting for the announcement, and I sort of missed it. And uh, I had to rewind it. Somebody said, no, no, it's on the screen. He said, and, you know, they never gave him a trophy in front of everyone. So I was stressed about that. I'm like, unbelievable. I'm like, the only thing that can be better now is if somehow we can win this last baseball game. And then, boom, San Diego's down 5-2, come back and win 6-5. As yep. the San Francisco Giants are a complete train wreck, utter, utter train wrecks uh, right now. But, uh, yeah, strong night last night. We're going to take a step back today. And we're, we're going to lay it down today, but we're just going to sprinkle a little bit on, on baseball. And tomorrow is when we go and we cash this. And uh, tomorrow is when the NHL playoffs uh, start. Amen. And tomorrow is when I'll have to get some master's bets in at the sports book because I'm not going to the sport book at uh, 6.30 in the morning mm-hmm. on, on Thursday morning. So I'm going to have to get my master's action in. Um, I'll play online too, but I'll, I'll sprinkle a little bit on the master's over at the sports book as well. So uh, no no trip to the book today. I'll go tomorrow. It's all right. You know, we're almost in the middle of the day. That's how they do it. Spread it out. Sprinkle a little here or there. But uh, get ready and gear up for what is going to be a crazy NHL playoffs. That's for sure. Well, the, the, the NHL the, the NHL playoffs is the best uh, the best playoffs. It's the hardest trophy in sports to win, the Stanley Cup. A lot of six and seven game series there lining up. Like they're, It's not like the NBA where they, they draw it out for television purposes. Right. In the NHL, you're playing every two days. It just is what it is. You'll get um, you'll get three days if it goes to game seven. So, you know, they won't make you play a game seven in 48 hours. You'll get that extra travel day for, for a game seven. But essentially, you know what I mean? Like, that's what makes it so cool. That's what makes the NHL playoffs so freaking cool. The momentum continues. The hatred between the teams continues. And it's so... You know, I mean, like the, you know, like the Leafs and the Bruins. Those guys are playing on Thursday night. Boom, they're playing on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. After that, they're playing Monday night. Then they're playing Wednesday night, right? Like it's, it's just so it. There's no escaping it. It's a war of attrition. There's going to be injuries along the way, and you need to win four rounds, of four games each. Now, it used to be best of five in the first round, but you need to win four games, four rounds of an extremely physical sport in which you're playing every two days. Like, to put in context, guys, if you're unaware, like a uh, like an NHL defenseman will start the playoffs weighing, like, 223 pounds. Mm-hmm. By the end of the playoffs, he'll be, like, 201 or something. <laughs> it's so true. Like, players <laughs> literally lose, like, 20, 30 pounds and stuff, some guys. 
Like, it's crazy. It's it's humid. It's hot. They're busting their balls. And, you know, every second night, it's just, it's a war. Like, they, like, you'll see, look at NHL players that actually go deep in the playoffs on how unhealthy they look at the end of it. <laughs> like, it's they're so all true. pale. They got the beards. They're all beat up. They're missing their teeth. They all have, like, welts and puck marks and everyone's limping and, you know, it's 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 a war of attrition in the National Hockey League, man. It really is. Yep. And there there ain't no quick series either. It's uh it's amazing how it's a grind from game one till the championship. It's there's nothing easy. Don't take anything for granted in these. Well, it gets it gets easier as it goes actually with the teams because of the the stupid format that they have in the NHL. Well, yeah. Right. In which you you have some of the best teams are playing each other early. So like the NHL, it's it's very it's 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 so stupid, man. Like I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna get into that. You want to change things? It's the number <laughs> one thing in sport that should be changed. Um, is 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 the their playoff format, but it gets like you know it sort of gets easier because of that. If you know if you're a really good team and you have to play a good team early, once you get through this, you sort of have a clean path. Like, there's mm. going to be a team in the NHL that's going to get really lucky bounces and stuff. That, they're, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, look, we played the nine seed and the 12 seed, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, other teams are like the three seed, and we're playing the – why are we playing the five seed? And, like I said, like, two of the top five teams are automatically going to be eliminated after the first round. That's just not right. It's crazy. Like, what's the point of competing in the regular season, man? Yep. Like, what do you compete to get, like, the one seed for not to play the eight seed? Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make sense, but, you know, Gary, Gary Bettman, you know, that's one He's thing, got- too, Joe, where I bitch all the time. I think Gary Bettman's an idiot. I think Gary Bettman's a clown. I can't really be much more, like, uh, clear about how I feel about the guy. But for all the times that I say that Gary Bettman does things wrong, the NHL just keeps making more money. Yeah. It, it's the same thing with the UFC. Like, people bitch about the UFC. Oh, it sucks now, and there's too much this. And oh, yeah, whatever. Keep bitching, man. Every year, yeah. they keep breaking revenue records, and every year, they make more money. So, you know, talk show hosts can bitch all they want about start times, and we can cry about this and what what they should change. It's like, you know, I've done it a lot over the years. Dana White should do this. The UFC should have done that. It's like, whatever, man. You know, I took a boat into a studio this morning. You know? There you go. Dana yeah. White's got $800 million. He owns boats. <laughs> you know, I'm paying to get on a ferry. So why is my opinion, you know, relevant? It's not. It's not. And I mean, like, it really isn't. At least I'll admit it. Like, my opinion to the UFC or to the NHL or your opinion to the NCAA, they yeah. don't care. It's irrelevant. You know, they'll tell you, they'll tell you, you know what? If you're so smart about programming television, become a president of a television network. Yeah. Right? Everyone's an expert in things that they don't do. That's the, you know, and we're all guilty of it, especially talk show hosts. But, you know, like I, I actually do trust they know better at this point in time. Mm. Right. I mean, look, Gary Bettman's the one. He's the one that went to business school. He's the one that's running the league. I can't run my own life. <laughs> like, I can't run my life. I can't run the National Hockey League. I can bitch about it, but 
Yeah, at least I'm realistic. Perspective. All right. Uh, we got to the phone lines. Yesterday we had some issues. Cause I had a couple of people told me after that they were, they're getting a weird dial uh, tone, weird noises and stuff. Uh-oh. All right. We'll get into the NHL playoffs. The baseball board uh, today. NBA's back. Uh, regular season winding down. Thank God. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Morning after continues. Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. Great, uh, great week of sports uh, this week, guys. Talking about the NHL playoffs, we'll get into it uh, a little bit more. Starting to get into some of our best bets. I got more research to do. Starting to get a feel, though, 
uh, for what series is I'm going to play. Not all sports books allow you to parlay um, the the NHL playoff uh, prices. So, uh, Sean, you went out to the book uh, yesterday. Yep. And so what, what's the deal? So you went, you were at the platform in Secaucus, but it wouldn't work? Like, so it's so I, frustrating. Yeah, it is, because uh, I use PayPal, and it wouldn't deposit money into my account. I signed up, no problem, with, with a bunch of the apps, FanDuel, yeah. even... Mm. Uh, then it wouldn't accept the PayPal payment. Right. But they said that they would before? I, it should. I, I, why wouldn't it accept my PayPal? Because it's connected with my bank account. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, and then I tried my, uh, well, one thing credit I tell card, you, like DraftKings, DraftKings, when you play fantasy, that's how I deposit through PayPal, but it could be different with their sports book. Yeah. You know? I was in Jersey though. So I, I figured, I don't know. Use the listen, app, right? And, I've yeah. seen people, I've seen people stand in the parking lot of Fandle, the Meadowlands. And it says, you're not in the state of New Jersey. You can't bet. It's like, dude, the guy's in the parking lot. He yeah. showed them. Yeah. He's like, look. And it turned out it was some weird, old, weird, like, tweak in his phone or something with a geolocator. Oh, and I've had I've had a problem before. I tried to place uh, bets. I placed bets in Jersey, and instead you can't. You're not in Jersey. You just get so mad. Like, I want to smash the computer. It's like 10 minutes before yeah. a game. I'm like, son of a... <laughs> the Bastards. The like, son of a... That's why I'm old school. I prefer just to go to the damn window. It's a pain in the ass. So you went to Secaucus then. Yep. They have a pretty cool thing at the track here, Joe, yep. basically, because they try to get people to go. Mm. No one really knows about it, but it's actually, it sounds cool at first, but then you realize it takes so long, it's a pain in the ass. But if you go to Secaucus, the train station, and you go to customer service, yeah, that's exactly and you where tell went. them, yeah. I want to go to the racetrack. And they give you a free taxi voucher. Really? To go to the racetrack and back. And back. But the thing is, Great. it costs you like, you know, eight bucks to take the train there. What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. Level two, morning after continues. Fantasy Sports Radio and Television and Networks. I am Gabriel Moranzi, Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. Jerry Palm will join us in the 11 o'clock hour. We'll wrap up uh, the college basketball campaign. The Virginia Cavaliers win a very dramatic and uh, surprisingly high-scoring game. And it wasn't just because it went to overtime that there were so many points up on the board. It, it sailed over... The game went over the number with about three minutes left, actually. Three, three and a half, four minutes left. But you knew, and I knew there'd be a lot of late points in the game because Texas Tech and Chris Beard weren't going to tap, right? They, These guys were going to play to the final whistle, and they pretty much they pretty much did. But it was a good game. Congratulations to Tony Bennett. I've had uh, Coach Bennett on the show over the years before, and he's a nice guy, class act. Um, you know, losing, losing to the 16 seed and then, you know, f- coming back the following year is really something quite the, uh, you know, it's got to be pretty draining actually from last year into this year and it all sort of, you know, merged into one, but uh, props to them. I got no problems with Virginia, Virginia winning, good kids on the team, good coach, um, you know, class act. I got no problem. I felt bad for Texas Tech. Those kids battled. Freaking hard, man. 
They battled hard. But with that being stated, time for uh, it's time for the pros. Time for uh, the pros, the NBA. Uh, tomorrow night's the last night of the regular season. Uh, big games tonight. Charlotte Hornets in a must-win situation. They're minus eight um, in Cleveland. Detroit Pistons, minus 10 at home against uh, Memphis and the uh, Miami Heat in Dwayne Wade's uh, final home game, Joe. Minus mm. three and a half point favorites tonight. Is it a hot ticket in Miami? Is anything ever a hot ticket in Miami? <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, you can't get this. This this is the one game that's been uh, people have been holding on to forever tonight to say goodbye to them. And listen, the Pistons. It's not a great situation for them. They got to keep winning. They're behind the Nets and Magic uh, for the final card spot because they don't he, they don't own the tiebreaker. The Nets and Magic do, so they need to win out and uh, give themselves a chance to go in. All right. So tonight's uh, tonight's tickets are going. The cheapest ticket is $121. No, please. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge full synthetic motor oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O'Rewards points during O'Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. 
I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Sports on radio, television networks. I'm Gabriel Berenci. Kicking it in New York where it was uh, ultra nice uh, yesterday, uh, but uh, it got cool uh, once again immediately. It was like just uh, sort of a flash, a flash tease of uh, summer like uh, weather on Monday, uh, but um, sort of like start times of sporting events. I don't complain about the weather either for the most part. It is what it is. The weather will be whatever the hell God wants it to be. And, um, you know, we can cry about it, and uh, eventually people will be complaining that it's too hot uh, every day. It's too cold. It's too hot. Should have put more. Should have put less. <laughs> it's the way the way, uh, the way, way people are. Um, for famine. I'm seeing here, actually, I'm on uh, this website right now, uh, Sportsnet. I don't like giving them any publicity because I really don't like them. Mm. I generally don't really rip too many networks. It's not used to, but... Too old for feuds or anything like that, but I do think Sportsnet are a bunch of jackasses. Um, at least, you know, the people that run it. And um, I'm on their website here, and it says, oh, foul. Ad blockers work for you. We get it. But they don't work for the men and women who build Sportsnet every single day. Please consider whitelisting uh, Sportsnet. How about get bent and no? <laughs> How about no? I don't want to see your crap-ass ads. In fact... I don't even like your website. I was just looking for the stupid NHL schedule, and since you guys bribed the NHL and gave them $6 billion for your crappy coverage, mm-hmm. I really didn't have a choice. So uh, how about this? I'll whitelist this. I'll log off. Wow. And uh, it's like they're asking me, sportsnet.ca wants to show me notifications. How about no? Yep, zero. About that? Said, well, no, no, no notifications. Like sometimes I actually feel bad. Like yeah, you know, I'll 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 I'll, uh, I'll let the ads pop up on these guys. You know, you gotta. <laughs> I I don't mind like supporting, subscribing. I don't even mind the ads. But uh, some companies I just hate enough that I'm like, screw them. Yeah, yeah, you're getting it. Because yeah, nope. everyone everyone wants something for free in today's day and age. And content mm-hmm. shouldn't be free. It can't be free. It costs people to turn the lights on, right? Microphones cost money. Internet costs money. They said people. You know, people expect news and content uh, for free in today's day and age, and you pretty much get what you pay for. You get free mm-hmm. stuff, it's generally going to suck for the most part. So get what you pay for these days in this day and age. Um, so uh, we've got NBA basketball uh, winding down here uh, tonight. Uh, whatever. I'm going through the motions until the playoffs are here, Joe. I don't like yep. betting on these um, – if you really follow it, you can read between the lines and which team wants to put a show on and stuff. If anything, guys, if you're coming into this, I would say just sort of take a look at the overs in some of these meaningless games, like the Knicks and the Bulls. Like, why would they play defense? Right? Yeah. Like, why would teams 
Why would like when you have two teams that are totally out of it? Why why would anyone play defense? No, just the games that mean the most right now is, uh, of course, Detroit and Charlotte. That they're battling for that final spot, and I think Portland. They're trying to lock up the number four seed and uh, and try and hold off the Utah Jazz. So they're somebody, they got a magic number of one. So, I mean, those are the only games really that everyone else is already determined. So it's it's kind of jockeying for position in the West between Utah, the Clippers, San Antonio, and Oklahoma City. They all don't uh, know. That's the thing. Yeah. Like they, the West, but, you know, they're not going to kill themselves over it. But it is true. And, you know, we'll take, we'll break down the scenarios. All right, I promise Bob. Bob's been on hold for a while here. Do we have Bob, uh, Sean? I tried to ask you guys uh, many, many times, but I could be held hostage here saying, help me, help me. <laughs> and uh, it, uh, people don't notice, Joe. <laughs> and I guess they don't notice uh, me asking if uh, we have Bob on hold right now in the pit. Have you guys yep. been taken hostage? Hello? Anyone? Bueller? Bob? Bob Bueller? Hi, guys. How you doing? Hey, hey Bobby. Hello, how you Bob. How you doing today? Good morning, Bob. How you doing, buddy? You guys having a good day today? You looking for a job, Bob? Yeah, well, yeah. I'll come down and do their job. Easy. Yeah, you can, huh? Yeah, go. Yes. I, I think you, you don't have to go to college for that stuff. You know how to turn a mic on and off? Yes, I could do that, definitely. All right. Because it's, it's a problem here. Hit the button in the middle. That's yeah, all. Like, honestly, like, you show up, Bob. To. You show up, and you're able to, like, turn it on, turn it off. But you got to do it, like, a few times in a row, and you're off to a pretty oh, good yeah, head start. I oh, I think my finger will fall off my hand if I do oh, that. Oh, no. Oh, it's too hard. Oh, oh no. no. I could do that, definitely, for you guys. You guys are awesome. Bob's throwing shade now. Thank I like you. it. I like Thank it. You. What about updates? updates? Uh, Can you do updates? Yeah, I could do updates, too. Uh, I could do. I could practice much better than I did before. Yeah, yeah, you have to do a lot better than you did before, yeah. Did you have Virginia last night, Bob? I do my picks better. Do you what? Did you you have Virginia last night? No, I Uh. didn't really care who won that game. Well, my I took Orange, man, they lost. Yeah, once North Carolina, they lost. Once and I was uh, Michigan State. Once Syracuse was out, Bob lost interest in this tournament. That was it. He was done, man. He was done. No, no. Yeah, well, I I liked uh, North Carolina too. I liked that team too, but I don't like. I'm happy Duke was out earlier. Well, in the fourth round. All right. So what about uh, what about the Stanley Cup now, well, Bob? Uh, tomorrow, listen, we're gonna give you like some projects here. All right. I'm not going to put you on the yeah. spot now, but uh, yeah. for tomorrow, we want the Stanley Cup winner, right? So who's going to win the West? Who's going to win the East? And who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Right. And who's going to win the Masters mm. golf tournament? Oh, I don't like, I'm not into golf. Nah, it doesn't matter. Like, um, you might, might be able to pick a winner anyways. I you're picking have, winners, Bob. You're betting numbers, twice. Bob. You're not betting teams. You're not betting people. You're betting numbers. Come on. No, I don't care about golf. Can I do baseball for you three picks today? Um, do you, do you have good picks? Are they winners? Yeah, they're winners today. All right. What do you got? All right. I'm right. taking Boston over Toronto today. Yeah, all right. Minus 220. Well, out on a limb there, yeah. Okay. 
I'm surprised it's not minus 420, to be honest. Yeah. I'm sure. and that, Wait, hold on, Bob. What's the score? The underdog right off the bat. How oh, about, what's the, the score, score Bob, of the Red Sox game going to be? Are they going to kill him or what? I say 6-3 to three, Boston. All right, so that covers on the run line. I like it. I think Boston's going to cover, too. I think Bob Boston wins by more than one and a half. All right, what else you got? And I take the Mets over the Twins. All right. And I say that will be 6-2 to two, the Mets. All right. All right. So, so far you've taken Sale and DeGrom. Go ahead. At home. Go ahead. Yep. yep. He's and a smart man. I'll take Cincinnati over the um, the Marlins. Right, Cincinnati. Ooh. Cincinnati will win. No, I, I don't. Uh, I might not have a problem with it. Cincinnati and uh, Cincinnati's got to win eventually, right? But they're minus yeah. 185. Yeah. I can't trust that home. Yeah, but look who's still playing in Miami. They, they suck. Still. <laughs> so does you Cincinnati, know? though. How about hey, this? Talk huh? about, How about we parlay your Boston Red Sox and New York Met pick? That. There you go. I told you Skeletor stinks. Didn't I tell you I was happy he retired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene, Gene Steratore, like I said, the only thing he's worse at than uh, he, than officiating NFL is talking about college idiot. basketball. Especially on the NFL. You know when he when he screwed up the pay, um, the Steelers against the Patriots and the Jets against the Patriots? Remember that, Joe? I do. Terrible. He screws Remember everything he up and his kid. Thanks, away. Bob. You guys, a mess. Remember, Bob, uh, Stanley Cup pick tomorrow, right? Yeah, no golf. All right, no not, golf. You're, uh, golf, like, you're golf too. Yeah, you're too hip for golf. I get it. I got. I understand. No, you don't it's like money. boring. I'd rather see it is boring. have sex. You'd rather see I'm who have sex? I, I don't ask him to repeat that, please. Don't. I didn't yeah, I know. Who. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> I said I'd rather watch two whatever have sex, but I didn't hear what the two whatever was. Don't, don't, don't. Some things are better left in the past. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> That's awkward. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491.
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome in the morning after... Joe Ranieri coming up here. We've got uh, some Major League Baseball early afternoon action. we got the Masters. But, of course, first we've got Gabriel Morenci getting ready to yell at somebody who's on his damn lawn again. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids that I cannot get rid of. All right, first things first, we want to congratulate the Virginia Cavaliers for their first ever national championship. As we mentioned earlier, Coach Bennett, a class act, a well-deserving, and of course his father, the lifelong uh, coach uh, as well. So the basketball family rewarded with the national championship. But I was very impressed after the game in which it wasn't all about him. Um, did you see when they gave Bennett the trophy? He actually gave it to the kids right away. He looked at it, he said, here, and he gave it to the kids. And he said, hey, I just want to be with my family and uh, praise God, uh, essentially. So nice job, bravo. Uh, by uh, by Tony Bennett. Well, let's say uh, thumbs up for uh, for Tony Bennett. Thumbs down for the NCAA officials. Now, listen, we ripped the NCAA a lot, but um, let's talk about the uh, the basketball officiating throughout this tournament, in which it was the worst in recent memory. And you know, we can go, you know, we can go game by game and actually expose how bad they truthfully were. Now, I totally understand that there's a human element to sports. And I don't have a problem. I really don't. I don't even mind referees making mistakes. I really don't. What I have a problem with, and this is my beef with the National Football League as well, and this is why, in theory, the new pass interference challenge rules should be a good thing. But it won't be a good thing because... There seems to be a, a, an epidemic, if you will, in sports right now of 
replays not freaking mattering. And we saw this last night with Sterator. We saw the ball was off Buddy's pinky. They blew it up and they slowed it down. And then he goes, well, you know, with the angle and everything, it could kind of look like anything. And if you slow it down, it really, it starts to confuse you a little bit. In other words, make the damn call, Sterator. Like, honestly, like I didn't think anyone could be worse than officiating at what Sterator is and 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 actually be on television. But no, no, he, he is. He, you know, he definitely is. I think it's time that we just scrap, all right? Just freaking scrap this stupid ex-referee rules expert. Because, as I stated earlier, they're all friends. They're all buddies. Oh, that's a tough call either way. You'll never hear anyone criticize anybody because that's how you that's how you stay. That's how you keep the job. That's how you keep the job. Right? Oh, it's a tough call. You know, you ever heard Chris Collinsworth criticize a call ever? This is what Chris Collinsworth does. Oh, gee, shucks. Oh, gee, shucks. I, 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 I love this game, man. I just got to tell I'm glad I don't have to make that call. So, you know what? I'm not going to upset the league. Whatever the call is the call. I don't care. I'm getting paid. Right? But... You look at, listen, Auburn, Auburn should have been playing last night. They weren't. Then last night, with about a minute left, the referees got everything wrong. I mean, there were, dude, there was a possession arrow call when uh, the game was tied or the Virginia were down by one or whatever. I don't know if you recall, but guy went up for the ball under his own basket trying to get a rebound, and kid on Texas Tech came flying in. And they got locked up and a possession arrow went to Tech. Dude, he got fouled before that. He got fouled from the back. It should have been a foul. I mean, from the timeout when the ball uh, rolled away um, to the the to the to the replays in which they could never tell who the ball went off uh, off of. You know, it was almost like a makeup call later where Virginia. Now, I was reading, I was reading about um, most controversial calls in NCAA tournament history before. And basically, there was, you know, there's a bad call in 2011. There was a weird call at the end of a game once with Pitt in 2014 or whatever. They were few and far between. Now, the bad calls are basically on a game-by-game basis. Like, basically, Virginia won last night despite the officials. Like, the officials actually tried and would have impacted the game last night, but Virginia won anyways. Yet it's too too common of a pattern that we've seen. Officials impacting games. Even though you have the replay, you still get it wrong. Look at the NFL. How the hell is it not pass interference? Look at the NFL. How is that not pass interference with the Rams and the Saints? How do they overturn the play with Julian Edelman? How do the New England Patriots get four calls in a row in the fourth quarter in that game with the replay? It didn't matter. Even when there's video evidence, it doesn't matter. That's what's so angering about this. Look, we had one of the former supervisors of NFL officiating on, and I asked him point blank a couple of weeks ago. I said, what happens if you don't agree with the call, yet they're telling you in your ear, you're looking at it, and they're telling you at head office that this is what the call is? He goes, well, you better go along with it if you want to keep your job. Yeah, well, that's the freaking problem. You jackasses shouldn't have jobs. You're incompetent clowns. You're incompetent, pathetic clowns. This should be greeting people at Walmart, all right? 
You should be greeting people at Walmart. Ooh, Ed Hockley, I have big arms. Too bad he's got a little brain. I don't care that he's an attorney. All right, that's like saying Ryan Fitzpatrick's smart. If Ryan Fitzpatrick's smart so much, why does he throw so many damn interceptions? All right? You're pathetic. It's time. You, you're all done. Like, seriously, like, college basketball, it's embarrassing how bad you are. The NFL, you guys make billions of dollars a year, and you got a bunch of senior citizen grandpas, Walt Coleman's running around uh, out here trying to keep up with Tyreek Hill. Like, that's going to end well. But as I stated, human error is going to happen. Problem is, even when you jackasses review stuff, you can't get it right. It doesn't even matter if you see it. Now, Boston University did a study in which it's been proven robots would do a better job. Major League Baseball umpires make 16 mistakes a game. 16 mistakes a game. Did you know that Major League Baseball umpires are wrong on strike three 21% of the time? They're giddy when there's two strikes. It used to be 35% of the time. Listen, man, whether you hate technology or not, it's pretty much proven, all right? Humans are too stupid to get the job done anymore. It's time to bring in the machines. Get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids that I cannot get rid of. Gear them up. Get the machines ready to rock and roll. Start calling some balls and strikes. I mean, honestly, what do you need guys out on the court anymore if they're not going to get the call right? I mean, it's kind of uh, it's kind of pointless even to waste the uh, the air in the stadium if you are just going to put guys out there who are going to put on a headset and tell you uh, guys in New York are going to tell you what the play is anyway. So uh, I'm kind of with you there, man. I don't uh, I don't see the point in uh, in having humans continue to do it if you're always going to sit there and do whatever you're told anyway and still get the call wrong. I mean, that's the whole point of replays to get the call right, isn't it? In in theory. Yeah, I don't, you saying. know, the problem is, in too many instances, look at all, listen, look, the last two big game, last big sporting events, right? Super Bowl. Super Bowl, NFC Conference Championship game, uh, uh, totally decided because of officiating. Yeah, mm. it went to overtime and stuff, but it was terrible. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, New England Patriots, officiating. The mm. ball was off Edelman's finger. And whatever, that was the play on the field. There wasn't enough evidence to overturn it, but of course it was because, ooh, it's Tom Brady and the Patriots for one reason or another. Just like when Mahomes, uh, Mahomes got hit in the head, no call. Uh, somebody, you know, sneezed near Tom Brady and a call a couple of plays later. It was pathetic. Now, you had that Saints debacle with the Rams. Not to mention Brandon Cooks was past interfered with. And it's nice of the NFL, Joe, to bring that up two weeks ago, isn't it? Yeah. He said, oh, yeah, Convenient. by the way, yeah, yeah, that was pass interference, too. Mm. It would have been 10-10. <laughs> it was 10-3. Cooks, it would have been first down on the one-yard line. Like, so basically, the AFC Conference Championship game was affected by the officials. The NFC Conference Championship game was affected by the officials. The Super Bowl was affected by the officials. Should have been first and goal Rams, boom, 10-10. We don't even have to hear about rub and tug guy and Tommy uh, terrific anymore. All right. Screw job, screw job, screw job. Um, fast forward to the NCAA tournament. I can't even keep up with all the games and bad calls, Joe. The entire <laughs> tournament, every day, there were just ridiculously stupid calls in this tournament. At the biggest moments. Yes. And at the, yeah, exactly. The final moments of these games. So the other night, Virginia, they missed the double dribble. 
Kyle Guy's the most valuable player in the tournament. In reality, on Saturday night, he turned the ball over and dribbled the ball off his freaking calf. Mm-hmm. He lost the ball. No double dribble. Referee was watching right in front of him. Um, yep. Um, uh, was it Ty Jerome or was it Guy? I thought it was, uh, I think it's Kyle Guy, actually. No, Guy that almost, that mugged Moretti. Was it Jerome when, that uh, double dribbled? They... So then, and um, after Guy hits the free throws, he gets saved on the last call. Yep. yep. Last night, they got like three calls in a row wrong um, in, in the final minute and a half or so, as soon as it got to crunch time. But even when they even when they review things, like I said, the uh, Boston University did a really interesting study with um, MLB robot umps, basically exposing Major League uh, Baseball umpires. Yeah, they also said the younger umpires get it right more often than the older umpires. Uh, what does that tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they said that newer, younger umpires are more accurate than mm-hmm. veteran umpires are. Yeah. And this is clearly a case, though, where and a study basically stated that there was a bias towards certain pitchers. And there was Ow. a bias. There's a bias for certain pitchers with veteran umpires. Mm-hmm. So veteran umpires is proven. I like this guy. I don't like this guy. Right? I'm going to give this guy a bigger strike zone than I'm going to give this guy. And that's a problem with baseball. It should be a uniform strike zone. Nope. And they like uh, banging people out, too. Well, we'll give you the exact numbers, guys. It was alarming. Like like I said, a couple of years ago, 35%. They were wrong on strike three umpires. 35% of the... If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Are you or someone you love one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus, earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road, and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract, guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare Share Exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people, and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. 800 That's 800-804-7060. So don't look now, guys, but NFL teams are focusing on the 2019 NFL draft with the first round, of course, Thursday, April 25th. For serious fantasy football players, you guys know it is never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. Roto experts, they've got you covered. Their NFL 365 fantasy football pack now includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net, Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts, they're providing dynasty, season-long, betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year so you can have an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. Save 10%, rotoexperts.com, promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off, promo code FNTSY. It is the NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com. I remember talking about... Um talking about robot umpires and uh, you know technology. I remember it was probably about uh, 15 years ago, and uh, I was on uh, Sirius at the time, and uh, one of our regular callers, the dog, uh, a great gambler, great guy, actually, um, smart guy, Yankee fan, a real degenerate. So um, he, used to, he called, and he used to complain about umpires all the time. And, uh, you know, he dropped a bunch of F-bombs, and uh, he was an Italian guy. So, you know, classic, classic calls. And he said, you know, we'd be better off with uh, with robots. And he said, you'll see in the future, there'll be robot umpires. I swear to God, I think he even said by 2020. <laughs> I think he, goes, he goes, you'll see him by 2020, there'll be robot umpires. And uh, he said, there'll be no more humans. And he goes, and it'll be better. And at the time, I remember people calling after, oh, I like what he's smoking. And people were like, yeah, robot umpires. And lo and behold, I saw this morning, and there they were talking about, well, you know, know, do we going to have artificial intelligence? Like, it's coming. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's funny, it seems, there actually seems to be a push for it in which people are, are talking about this more and more right now. Baseball is different than basketball. Basketball, I'm not saying you couldn't. You could have a, listen, you have facial recognition now, Joe, right? Mm -hmm. They can tell who you are two miles from an airport. Like, you know, the security at an airport is just for show. It's like, like they already know who you are, like, already with your ticket. They've already scanned you. You can also see everybody coming in from, like, a two-mile radius. Like, you go to a Super Bowl or WrestleMania or stuff, they can actually see you from like two miles away. 
and they can tell with facial 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 recognition, license plate scans, etc. So where I'm just stating is, like you know, you go in an airport, they can see through your skin to see whether you have a gun inside, you know, or you you swallowed something. So technology definitely is there, but it would be too costly. You can't have these scanners like, like yeah. at Hofstra games. You know what I'm saying? So cost-wise, and basketball is tough, but baseball with the strike zone, Joe, I guess it would be doable. Um, mm. To me, like the goal lines and sort of sidelines in the NFL would be doable in a similar way. Like you look at tennis, and tennis uh, tennis is great. Like, yeah, I want to challenge that. It takes two seconds, and you can't bitch. It's like, oh, it was out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, damn it, just missed. Yeah, you see the ball, you can't bitch. It's like, wow, that's that's what it was. Um, but so this is what the study was, guys. It's interesting. So a study of nearly 4 million, so a pretty substantive study, 4 million major league baseball pitches by Boston university, uh, professor Mark Williams and a team of graduate students found that in 2018, there were 34,294 incorrect umpire calls in major league baseball games. That's too many, Joe. Mm. Like, I get it. It's human element. There's 162 games. But come on, Joe. Would you imagine that they would have been wrong 34,294 times? That's like, it's it's mind-numbing to me that much. Well, it's crazy because since 2008, it's actually gotten better. As bad as it is now, imagine it over the last 10 years being progressively worse from 2008 yeah. to now. They've actually gotten better on it, and I think that they've gotten better from the standpoint where they've gotten a little bit younger, too, because the younger guys who are still trying to prove themselves, these guys are, they're, they're hip with technology. I think the younger guys the are helping the overall average, Joe. Yeah, absolutely they are. I mean, the key is once you get into that position, it's very hard to get them out, which is, you know, now they're playing favorites, they get lazy, you know, you can't push me out. And, you know, no wonder why the younger guys are doing better. So think about it, guys. 34,294 times. An umpire what did that was ump wrong. Just say the other night. What did that ump just say to out when he got uh, tossed out? What did he tell a guy? I can do whatever I want. Yeah. that's the kind of attitude you're getting from umpires these days. Yeah, even that's though they're it. wrong, thirty. Yeah. Like, but if I'm the commissioner, I'm like, dear God, like yeah. I can accept. All right, like how many games are there in a year? I don't even know. So what? There's thirty teams times 162. So what is that? Uh, I'll have to do this. Uh, <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> Calculator. What do we got here, Joe? Let's see here. 30 times uh, 162. That's what it is, right? There's 30 teams. Yep. Times 1162 equals. 4,800 games. 4,900 games. 4,860. Yeah. So there's 4,000, 4,860 games. So you, I would figure, okay, what would be acceptable, like, in mistakes? I don't know. 7,000, 10,000, like, we're getting to 35,000. Like, it's it's a lot. Like, Crazy. It's, it's too many. You know what I mean? Like, you're wrong too often here. Like, 35,000 times, guys, someone had a reason to bitch. Like, it's it, it's too much. It averages to 1.6 per inning and 14 per game. Yeah, 14 wrong calls a game. 
Mm-hmm. And it gets worse when there's two strikes on you. <laughs> so you add that up, 14 calls a game. Let's say seven of them are against you. So basically we can get into 162 times seven now. You know, so basically this is how many times you're sort of getting screwed throughout the year. Managers mm-hmm. lose their jobs. Teams miss the playoffs. Uh, players get released, players get traded because they let this, the team down because they didn't perform better. Yet, they also, now listen, it's it's the same for everybody, but it's just, it's too much. It's 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 too much. So yeah, the Boston University team found that uh, less experienced, younger umpires in their prime outperformed the veterans. And there's a clear two-strike bias in favor of pitchers. So when there's two strikes... The umpires are giving them pretty much anything near the plate, essentially. Yeah. The study, um, all right. Um, so, yeah, this is what's crazy, guys. 21.5% of the time when it's called third strike, it's not a strike. Like last year. They were wrong 21% of the time on strike three. In 2008, they were wrong 35% of the time on strike three. Now, they named umpires here, so I want to get into, uh, we'll actually get into who made uh, who made the worst uh, calls. I got to believe Angel Hernandez is right at the top here. Like, he really is. See, this is unbelievable. The top 10 performing umpires in Major League Baseball last year averaged 2.7 years of MLB experience. The bottom 10 average 20 years of experience that's it so basically the new guy wants to do a good job he's new b doesn't have a bunch of feuds with everybody doesn't hate everybody and Mm -hmm. so it goes to show just how vindictive and bitter the umpires are because i don't even think they're doing this because they're incompetent joe i think this just basically proves that they're kind of just jerks <laughs> that- and so, yeah and they and they're comfortable and they're not pushed and there's no desire to get better because you can't get me out of here yeah. i mean that's it's it's like that in any business they'll be I the mean, one what do you think these umpires the guy the joe west the internet he'll be the one in a bar telling people this guy Strowman with his chains and he thinks he can you know he thinks he's going to get that call with me and Yep. You're right. Everything's just personally, you know, personally yep. vindictive in baseball. That's always been the problem with baseball, though. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not new. It's This has always been a problem. Always been a problem. And in fact, it's scary to think that 55 games last year ended with a wrong ball or strike call. 55, 55 games. Got, got, yeah, got decided because it was either a ball and somebody walked it in or it was called a strike uh, and it shouldn't have been. Um, now they have, they have the, they have a chart for like umpires performance over the last 10 years. Who are the best umpires? And uh, over the last 10 years, who are the worst ones? Bottom 10 currently active by overall performance. Top 10 umpires by 2018. Top worst uh, last year. So these were the worst. I'm surprised Angel Hernandez isn't here. Ted Barrett was the worst. Ted Barrett made the most mistakes. Yeah. Number two, Joe West. He's got 100 years old. Not a surprise. 67 <laughs> years old. Rob Drake was number three. Uh, there's Laz Diaz, of course. 
10.7.4% of the time he's wrong. And, you know, so you look at the, yeah, the age group here. Ted Barrett's 54. He was the worst umpire in baseball. But most mistakes. Joe West, he's the oldest umpire. He was right there, 11.43. Rob Drake's 50, 11.42. Dan Lasagna's uh, 50, 10.86. Gary Cedarstorm, 64. You know, so basically all these old guys. And you look at the, the top umpires. Mark Wagner, 47 years old. Uh, John Lipka, 32 years old. Will Little, 35. Tom Woodring, 37. Mm-hmm. Um, Jansen Visconti, 31 years old. Only made mistakes 7% of the time. So what this proves, basically, is that, I mean, this is something that if I'm the NFL, I'm really taking a look at in the proof that, and I don't want to age discriminate, but we're talking about high-level sport here. You know, like, we're not discriminating well, we're talking about hand-eye coordination and balls coming in at 100 miles an hour. Like, And it's not even disrespectful, but how is a 67-year-old man supposed to see a baseball coming 100 miles an hour, Joe? Joe, it, it amazes me, the whole uh, Joe West situation there. It really does. Why does he still have a job? Seniority it kills it. It's like teachers with tenure. You think the teachers with tenure are better instructors than the the new guys, the new the new younger teachers? Absolutely not. Yeah, you Same know, principle applies. Sixty seven, like like I said, I want to be a jerk here, but like, shouldn't there sort of be a cutoff here? Well, that, their like, union is better than like the 60, players. Like, say, all right, guys, like, yeah. I'll be honest, I don't think you should be umping after sixty. Yeah. Am I being a jerk here? Yeah. Especially when the numbers prove it over 10 years, the younger the guy, the better the calls. All right, give us more of that. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I don't, you know, it's. Um, and it's not because they can't do it. It's just that you get to that point where I don't have to do it because I'm here. So I've made it. So there's no need for me to be any better. Now I'm just going to hate you and cause you nothing but aggravation. Listen to this. So <laughs> this is where, I sure, this is where like. So the perception of reality are always different. But so I think I figured Angel Hernandez. So, but this is it. Anecdotally, veteran umpires such as Joe West and Angel Hernandez uh, have often been criticized as being the worst. Uh, Joe West has been umpiring since 1978, has long earned the scorn of players and fans. Statistics show that West has made more incorrect calls than most. And in fact, behind the plate over the last 11 seasons, he's averaged 21 incorrect calls a game. That's crazy. 2.3 an inning. Mm. Angel Hernandez. 19 incorrect calls a game, guys. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables 
not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 That's 800-847-1183 been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money and guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. See that uh, the Buffalo Bills have signed this guy Christian Wade. He's a former England rugby union winger. He's a rugby player. Uh, Christian Wade's at a loss for words after taking a step towards his dream of playing in the NFL by signing with the Buffalo Bills. Former England rugby union international Wade especially left the Wasps in October to join the international pathway program with options. From outside, 27 year old England cap, expected to include later in this month, signed by the Bills, finished the blood, blood, six and ten record. As uh, identified, yeah, potential running back, that's what I would expect. Wow, he's been a running back by Buffalo after scoring 82 premiership tries for the Wasp. I'm speechless. <laughs> Damn, what are you laughing at, Sean? I'm laughing because if that's the Bills' plan at running back, uh, after yeah, what, McCoy were... and Gore. I mean, we got to be got to do better than that, bro. We're the only uh, we're the only uh, only backfield in NFL history with two running backs with over ten thousand yards each. Two future Hall of Famers, yeah. Too bad they're past their prime, both of them. Mm. But, and yeah. then they both get better parking. Yeah, there you go. They let go of Chris yeah. Ivory. Yeah, they finally let him go. Well, they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't keep uh, everyone. They, 
They couldn't find him. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have a problem with this. I don't have a problem with uh, giving this rugby guy a shot. Why not? I want to I want to see some video. We can't play the video because we know no more video. <laughs> don't uh, send me any more videos. <laughs> no, I didn't send. I didn't. You know, I didn't tell no, you. Not to play you. It. Not you. Sean. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Good <Grunt> heart. <laughs> Thing is. Oh, check it. Check your uh, check your DM. Check yeah, your DM. <laughs> Vince McMahon don't play around with his stuff. Like he really shut us down yesterday. But um, the thing is, it wasn't like his. It was like filmed from a phone. Yeah, that was yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. So That's... Vince is overstepping his bounds there. But you know what I mean. He can do it. But he is yeah. overstepping his bounds. He doesn't own like everything that people shoot on their oh. phone, whether he likes it or not. Right. Like uh, should be more worried about like protecting Bret Hart than worried about like what you know people showing it. And what's up with the Barclays Center, anyways? That's true, too. Security. What are they doing? Yeah, like yeah. Conor McGregor's throwing dollies, injuring people. Bret Hart gets attacked. Like, it seems to be a problem there. The whole. I don't know, security. You guys were on me when I tried to go yell at the Raptors that night. And <laughs> that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, the morning after continues. We're in the level three. Jerry Palm will join us in a couple of minutes. We'll talk uh, a little college basketball, uh, wrap up uh, the college basketball uh, campaign. Uh, it's talking about this uh, this Christian Wade dude. Very impressive, actually. So it's not just like um, you know, oh, he played uh, he played rugby or whatever. He was actually the player of the year, Joe. So. Like I'm looking right now, like the British, the British media are pretty much going crazy. Like it's front page stuff that he actually left rugby and this actually happened. Like he went, the NFL has this program, you know, they go over there and the rugby players, soccer players or whatever, you know, elite athletes. And um, I guess he was this freaking good, bro, that he, he got signed. They're saying it wasn't his only offer either. Multiple teams were interested in him. You need athletes, man. I mean, more than anything else this day, I can't teach you to be an athlete. I can teach you how to play football, but that's why I'm shocked more of these guys, anybody that's spent any time watching these, these guys can flat out play. I mean, they're athletes. They're perfect size. They're everything. They just, they haven't made that transition yet. I'm shocked. You know, the one, it's a good point. It's tough. It's, you know, it's a tough transition and we don't know if this guy will be able to make it, but one thing that we have seen, like our boy Mick, uh, Mick Aussie, 
you'll notice there's quite a few Australian punters now, uh, Joe. Yes, yes, yes. That's like a thing now. Like LSU, Mm -hmm. like recruit there now, basically. Yep. And they basically, because no one really knows them, and they're like, get one of these Aussie kids that plays Aussie football that can kick the ball. (laughs) Right? Yep. Good point. They do. You know, Darren, Darren Bennett started it all. Like, remember you asked, like, how did he become a Charger, uh, Bronco uh, yep. uh, fan? And, you know, Darren Bennett was on, on the Chargers, and Mick got into the NFL, et cetera. But LSU have had a lot of these Aussie guys, and there's a guy, Harry Kane. I don't know if you know who he is. Harry Kane is uh, he's one of the top soccer players in the world. Like, uh, not just, like, good. He's, he's right up there, Joe. Like... His transfer fee is like $180 million or something. That's pretty good. Yeah, like he's top five in the world, top seven or whatever. I don't want soccer freaks. Oh, he's, he's not the sixth best he's eight. You know what I mean? But he's one of the best, best players in the world. He wants to be a field goal kicker in the NFL. Damn. And the thing is, he's so good, like as an athlete, you can't say he's going to fail at it if he tries to do it. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use indeed to hire post your job at indeed.com slash hire indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits hi i'm keith urban i believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education music education programs in our schools help kids learn socialize gain confidence and stay in school but they need your help to survive mr holland's opus foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play with your help we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80 some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. 
It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Uh, morning after continues fantasy sports radio and television and networks. We're going to be uh, closing strong, just like we um, we closed strong in the NCAA tournament uh, last night. Jerry Palm will join us in a couple of minutes, and uh, Sean has just hooked us up with uh, Greg McElroy. Uh, great stuff, Greg McElroy, former um, Alabama Crimson Tide uh, quarterback. Actually, I believe uh, was with the New York Jets uh, as well. And uh, now, uh, now does great work on on uh, on television, on ESPN, ABC, etc. Uh, doing college uh, football. So, uh, former Alabama quarterback Greg McElroy will join us uh, in this hour. Jerry Palm and Greg McElroy. A lot of stuff to throw at McElroy. A little bit of a uh, little bit of drama around um, Alabama right now. Not really, but in which um, Saban basically was talking the other day about players leaving for the NFL. And he basically specifically said the kid um, the kid on the Jaguars. He's on the Jaguars now. He was taken in the third round. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll get his name here in a second. Uh, if somebody can throw it at me. Um, so basically, so Saban was talking about kids leaving. And he goes, you know, we had a kid. We had a kid here that was so desperate to get out of here and go to the NFL. And uh, he got taken in the third round, and he goes, if he would have come back, he probably would have been in the first round, and he would have made another 10 or $15 million if he would have come back. And he goes, you know, and he basically was like saying the kid was stupid for leaving. And, you know, the guy on the Jags came back and basically stated that, nice to see you're happy for me that I'm living my dream and that I finally made some money. And... He goes, you know, I you know, basically sort of said, I always wondered what you really cared about, whether it was us, the players, the kids, or about you and you, just your contract and you winning. And, I mean, I don't know why he has to wonder that, Joe. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. Is it Ronnie Harrison? Is that who you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ronnie yeah. Harrison. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Saban was basically saying, a kid, we had a kid that went in the third round. He could have went in the first. And, you know, he was dumb to leave. Is it dumb to leave when, you know, the kid's mother's eating, like, tomato soup for dinner every night? Yeah. And and he's tired of being broke, and he's tired of watching you make $10 million a year? Like, these college coaches, man, like, they're just so out of touch with reality in which they think it's like an honor for kids to get yelled at by them and stuff. Yeah. And you say all the time, Joe, you're saying you think the quarterback makes the wide receiver – does, is Nick Saban making these kids, or are these kids making Nick Saban? That's the question, isn't it? Yeah. Well, certainly in the college level, you would think Nick Saban has proven that uh, that he wins wherever he can go. It's not so much in the NFL level, but certainly in uh, in the college level. He did it pretty well at LSU. He's done it pretty well at Alabama now. Yeah, kind of hard but, to argue it's a success. Yeah, I know, but um, is he winning because of the kids from the state of Alabama are that good? 
Well, it's all about hype in college, right? I mean, you're going to get the athletes if uh, if you can provide them the atmosphere. of. He's created this persona that if you want NFL players, come to Alabama. If you want to be an NFL guy, come to Alabama. He's done that. So. Yeah. But the perception of Alabama is the perception of Alabama. Listen, it goes, you know, with him, listen, he's a great coach. And he mm-hmm. does get a lot of players to the NFL. Are they all good in the NFL? No. No, you know I mean, no. that that's another thing, too, that a lot of them are burnt out after they play for him because you run your ass into the ground because it's just about him. Like Saban is coaching to win, not really to get you to the NFL. Like it's weird. Like Calipari's coaching to get you to the NBA. Like right. Calipari takes pride in that, that I didn't win a championship, but I got this kid a lot of money. And that's right. why kids want to play for him because he's he he wants to get you rich, Calipari. Calipari says that's part of his job is to create young men and to, you know, let mm-hmm. them live their dreams. And other coaches don't look at it like that. Like other coaches are like, basically, you're just another player playing in my system, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. you know, I guess it's a little of column A and a little bit of column B, but Nick Saban's the best coach because he has the best players. Yeah. When he didn't have the best players, he's not the best coach anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that that's sure. what I'm saying. Like, is Nick Saban the greatest coach ever if he's coaching Tennessee now? Is he going to turn him into, like, a power? I mean, you could argue yes. You know, but I, I see the players' I see the players stance on this in which, like, why would you stay longer if you don't have to? And another thing well, is I, you can – I kind of agree with Saban, though, from the standpoint that there are – not everybody that declares for the draft out of Alabama gets drafted. So, I, you know, in those cases, there are definitely some kids that would benefit from going back and having that exposure one more year at Alabama. Yeah, but Other if you're kids, a hungry kid and you're you're broke – That's a different story. Broke, that's a different story. You're broke, you're hungry, your yeah. family's broke, and right. you're told, well, kid, we're going to give you four, $6 million right now. Right. Or we're going to give you 13 next year. And then you think, yeah, and I got to go back to Tuscaloosa for another year, and I got to yeah, listen to Saban for another year, and mm-hmm. I might get hurt, and my stock might drop, and no, I'm, and I'm poor now. Give me the money now. And you know what? I'll play well. I believe in myself, and I'll, I'll be even richer in a few years when my first contract's up. But I don't think Saban was taking a shot at him. I think Saban was saying, you are vastly underpaid for your ability, and no, that no, sucks. No, no, so that's I, not I the way it's I, coming out. That's not, if, that's right. the, if that's what he meant, Joe, the players wouldn't be barking back at him. Well, He's basically stating that they should stay and play for him. Yeah, and... Uh, well, I I think he's just saying that, listen, for guys, his you own, are But he's doing underpaid. it for his own selfishness. That's all it is. It's like yeah, when he lost, lo- when, whatever wrong. he loses, it's never his fault when he loses. It was the same crap this year. Well, because the yeah, kids. But he's earned that. He, you don't get that. You don't get that benefit of the doubt if you're if you're less miles. You only yeah, some, get that if you you're benefit of the doubt. Like some, if you're a 19 year old kid, what do you care about what Saban's earned? Well, listen, Nick, he's not the only place to go to college. Nick Saban is winning these talented kids because he's out recruiting them because kids want to go play for him. You don't get that well, overnight. They don't want to play reputation. for him. They want to go to the NFL. I don't think they but want to play for get him. That, but you don't get that reputation overnight. You earn that, and Nick Saban has certainly earned that on the college level. So, you know, what he says carries a lot of weight. Yeah, but what? I don't think he was killing his kid, though. I really don't. I think he was well, telling the his kid, kid. The kid takes it like that, and his other players. You're underpaid, dude. Like you are worth so much more money here if you would have stayed. You would have been, and he's not, probably not right. He's probably not wrong. You would have been a first round talent. That's a big difference. Yeah, maybe. 
maybe he would have been, and maybe he would have lost it. Maybe he would have fallen in the draft, right? And, you know, basically, Saban, the way the players take it and the way I'm taking it is the same way. Saban just expects you to play there for as long as possible, for free for him. He makes money off of the kids. The kids don't, right? I mean, you know, if if I would get the hell out of there the first chance I get. Like, mm. it's not like all these Alabama players talk, like, uh, romantically about playing there after, right? Right. They all say the same thing. No, he's a jerk. But, you know, he's you know he, he does prepare people for it. You can't dispute it. But the thing is, you know, like, Saban's not happy. That's that's the thing, Joe, that's at the, the crux of this. That Saban's not happy when his kids leave. He's not like, mm. oh, I'm really happy for you that you're going to get rich now. He's like, you know, you should probably stay because, you know, your stock would be better. And it's not about the kid. It's about him. It's about him keeping players. Listen, I don't like Urban Meyer. I think Urban Meyer is a jerk and an enabler. Right, I think you know, Urban Meyer spawned a lot of bad kids in the world, but Urban Meyer encourages people to go. It's like Lincoln Riley. Like, that's the difference. Like, Lincoln Riley told Kyler Murray before the last year started, you're crazy to play football here. And he goes, why? He goes, you're richer than me. He goes, you're bonus. You make more money than I do. He goes, why would you play college football for free? Lincoln Riley told him this. He said, I think you're crazy. And he said, don't do it. And he, basically, it was at a point, Joe, where Lincoln Riley was going to tell Kyler Murray, I'm not going to let you play. That you've, you've already got a job. You know what I mean? Go go pursue this. And Murray said, no, no, I'm going to play. Nick Saban wouldn't do that. Nick Saban would tell the kid, well, you'll never make it in baseball. And uh, if you want to do that, rah, rah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I'm fairly That's certain the Ronnie Harrison, if he played at Kansas, wouldn't have been drafted at all. And the only fact that he even got a third-round choice and an ability to go into the NFL is because he played for Nick Saban at Alabama. You don't you think if he would have played for either. Auburn, he'd still go to the absolutely. NFL? At, no, if he played for Ohio not. State or LSU? LSU players get drafted, too. Then why, did, why didn't he go there? Why did he choose Alabama? Remember in the beginning? When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 A little Joan Jett this morning. Morning after continues. Mm. I'm Gabriel Moretzi at Midtown Manhattan Studio 34. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, uh, Florida. All right, Greg McElroy will join us uh, in a couple of minutes. We'll talk some football uh, with a national champ. But let's talk about the national championship uh, with one of my favorite guests, one of the best in the business, Mr. Jerry Palm, CBS uh, Sports, uh, joins us. Jerry, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. I'm actually feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, we were on Virginia last night. And we nailed uh, we nailed um, Kyle Guy as the most outstanding player of the tournament, uh, plus 440. So a broken clock is right uh, twice a day sometimes. Uh, there you go. But I saw your Twitter here about David Gardner's uh, comments and asking Guy after. He said, um, said, where does this rank in your life, um, you know, winning, winning the national title? He said, is this the best thing ever happened to you? He said, best thing that ever happened to me, no. He goes, number one, getting engaged, and it's not even close. Number two, UMBC. Number three, winning this national championship. And you could, you know, I guess I guess that's why, you know, you could, like, shoot 99% or whatever the hell it is from the free throw line when you got ice in your veins like this kid does on and off the yeah. court, Jerry. What a great kid. Yeah, that's, yeah, no kidding. Um, it's, uh a great deal of perspective and, and an understanding that, you know, that UMBC game, you know, was something that he took and made him better. And, and that's really what this team did to succeed this year. You know, a lot of people, and you wouldn't blame them for this, they want to bury that. They want to forget it ever happened. They hope they never see it again to get it out of their life. And Virginia owned it. It's like, you know, that's, 
it's a part of who we are, but we're not going to let it define us. We're going to use that to make ourselves better and to take us to a different level uh, of success. If that doesn't happen, I'm not uh, sure they win, Jerry. Now, it sounds crazy, but let's say they let's say last year they got knocked out in the Elite Eight or whatever. Yeah, you're motivated, you're focused coming back, but it was almost like last year merged into one. I almost look at it like it's the same year for them. Yeah, you know, it really is. I mean, it's such an integral part of the story of their run through the tournament that you can't you can't separate them. You know, it's it is so much a part of of what they've done, and uh, it's you know it's a fantastic redemption story, right? I mean, it's 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 a uh, you know something if you if you made it up three years ago, people people would wouldn't believe it would ever happen, and it really. You know, I think it's uh, another thing that it kind of vindicates is this whole crap about Tony Bennett style can't win in the postseason. You know, that's that was always crap, but it, it, it's now you know definitely affirmed you can win playing this style of basketball. What surprised you the most about the game last night, Jerry? I mean, everyone was saying well, this is going to be a uh, a car crash, a uh, you know a, a truck yeah. pull here, and then all of a sudden we yeah. get you know the most points against these two teams that anybody else has ever been able to put up against them. So, what surprised you most? Yeah. Tempo? Was it the three pointing? What was it? No, it was it was the fact that they were able to score. I mean, it was no, the tempo was. Uh, I don't know that they played at a high rate of speed so much. They just were able to score better than. They usually do either one of these teams. Uh, I mean, you know, the, against these defenses what, is what I'm trying to say. So they, uh, it was, yeah, I mean, it was just the fact that they were able to score. You know, the game started out every bit the way we expected. The first eight mm. minutes, <laughs> yeah, they were on a too. pace to score 79 total points, you know, for, for 40 minutes. So, you know, but then Texas Tech had five three pointers and six possessions, and they're challenged shots. I mean, they're, they're, you know, Virginia doesn't give up a ton of three pointers and, you know, Carter and Edwards obviously lit them up pretty good and had a, a special night. But, you know, once Texas Tech hit those shots, it's like it kind of opened the game up a little bit for both teams because Virginia's hitting their shots, and now you're able to get inside, which is what both of these defenses, but Virginia's especially, is designed to prevent. But once you start hitting these outside shots, it extends your defense, and it opens up the inside. And then, then now both of these teams are able to score a little bit better. And then for me also, the second half, uh, we got to see the DeAndre Hunter, Jared Culver show that we didn't see in the first half. Neither one of them did much of anything in the first half. They were kind of neutralizing each other. In the second half, they both went on the attack. And Culver was good getting to the rim. He could finish at the rim and get fouled. Uh, but he couldn't he hit a jump shot, I don't think, all night. Hunter, though, was scoring from everywhere, getting rebounds, making passes. Uh, he really had a fantastic second half. And, and I don't think they win that game if he doesn't. Yeah, Culver came on late. He got aggressive, taking it to the rack. It's like all of his shots were short for one reason or another. Yep. And he stated, I, I was happy for DeAndre Hunter. He's been criticized quite a bit that he's disappeared. Where is he? Oh, he's losing money. His stock is, uh, is dropping. And bam, uh, some some clutch, yep. clutch, clutch shots uh, last night. It was yeah. a real team he, effort he, from from Virginia. They're, they're oh. a likable bunch. Um, I like Tony Bennett after... Didn't make it about him. Basically said, you know, I just want to go talk to my father and my family. <laughs> thanks, thanks, God. And I like Jerry. He basically got the trophy, the, the, the trophy, took it for a second, and didn't do like a coach's thing. It's about me. You know what I mean? Right. And yes, Jim Nansen. 
You know, yes, I'm so great. Yeah, he asked for a he, he wanted a round of golf. <laughs> All right, we'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. Augusta. Yeah. But I like yeah, how right. Jerry gave the trophy to the kids. Him. Like right away. He didn't really yeah. hang. He said, Here guys, and he gave it to them, like, here kids, it's yours. And he and he, right. and he gave right. it to them. I was really impressed with that. Yeah. It's uh yeah, he's uh he's not really about himself and, and that's one of his, you know, more enduring qualities and I think part of what makes him such a good coach. I mean you have to think about it. Coaches are teachers, right? I mean, they're teaching basketball, but they're teachers. If you're going to be a teacher, you have to put the the students first. That's the only way to do it right. I mean, if you're if you're teaching, and it's about the teacher, then you're not doing it right. You got to put the students first, and he does a really good job of that. I got yeah, to ask you about the officiating, and I cried about this earlier. Um, it, it got close. Now, listen. Never mind the fact of what happened uh, against Auburn. But it continued into last night, Jerry, in which I just thought, you know, they were getting everything wrong in the last. It's like, I remember there was a tie-up possession. Uh, Kyle Guy went up for it, and there was like a possession error. They lost it. I thought he got fouled over the back. Um, there was well, the, I, I, I actually was okay with that call because he, he may have uh, made a little contact there, but really most of it was ball. There's so much of that was ball. Uh, him grabbing the ball and and, the, and then Kyle Guy pulling trying to pull the ball away pulls him on top of him some so yeah I know I, I know I'm look there was a lot of fine line stuff but overall are we overreacting is there an epidemic with college basketball was he officiating this bad like you've been watching the game a long time Jerry compare this tournament to past tournaments or are we just overanalyzing and bitching more today uh, I thought last night's game was pretty well officiated um, from where I was sitting which was. You know, my eyes are basically floor level at the, on the baseline, so I can't see as much as well one half of the they floor. They let the but, kids play a lot, uh, didn't they, last night? That's the one thing I noticed. Yeah, um, yeah, to some degree they did, but I, I thought the kids really do a good job of, of playing without, you know, too much contact. What was um, odd was at the end of the first half, you know, uh, Chris Beard had his guys, you know, they had fouled to give, so he's trying to foul to make them, you know, have to pass the ball in and not – able to get maybe such as good a shot and i think it was moretti or no um mooney is out there following jerome and they didn't call it and then he drove and he followed him again and they didn't call it and then they end up with a three-point shot beard <laughs> is really mad at his player for not following him i'm thinking he hacked him really good twice and they didn't call it so you know what i don't know what you're gonna do but yeah they were um they were letting them play pretty good uh there was a replay late in the game uh that i actually thought uh, they were checking the clock. We don't see the replays in the stadium. So, uh, but they apparently, you know, they were checking possession of a ball. They gave it to Florida. I'm sorry, Virginia, Florida. Jeez. Um, <laughs> and uh, they gave it to Virginia. And uh, you know, and and I'm checking my Twitter feed, and I just, uh, people on my Twitter feed are half and half. So obviously, it was a close call. But um, anyway, that was a key point in the game because Virginia Tech really needed to keep the possession there. But uh, you know, that doesn't mean you're gonna you're going to be able to win. But, yeah, no, I thought other than really the end of the Auburn game um, where you've got a, a play where Auburn, you know, Jerome double dribbles, but Auburn fouls him first and neither one of them gets called. And, you know, the double dribbles are really obvious ones. But, you know, you'll never convince an Auburn fan that they, they didn't get completely screwed. But even then, Auburn isn't guaranteed to win the game. They still have to mm. hit a couple free throws. There's still going to be enough time for Virginia to yep. score. You know, it's it's not a, it's far from a given. College kids shooting free throws is far from a given. 
Where happens to Texas Tech from here, Jerry? Moving forward now with uh, with Chris Beard, and uh, they lose a lot of guys. Obviously, if Culver goes ahead and announces, you know, they got five or six guys that they got to replace. What does that program look like moving forward now? Be fine because he's a great coach. I mean, look at look what happened last year. They lost what four guys? I think off of last year's yeah, team. To five the of their eight. six then, top scores, you know, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and that, that's gonna, that'll happen again this year, and he'll replace them with guys that. I think you'll have an easier time recruiting now. It may not show up in the current class because most of that work is done. Uh, but now that he's been to a Final Four, it'll be a lot easier to get in front of some guys that maybe it would have been harder for him to get in front of before. He still is selling, I think, a difficult style for um, guys that you know really want to go play in the NBA because it's so defense-oriented. And kids at that age don't think defense matters in the NBA when it really does. But... Um, it's, uh, I, but I think it'll be a lot easier for him to recruit now going forward that he's been to a Final Four. I mean, that's it. that could do in a lot of doors that wouldn't have got you in before. Uh, Jerry Palm with us. All right, Jerry, we got less than a minute left here right now. The odds makers have made Virginia and Kentucky uh, the co-favorites uh, going into next year. It's an early look ahead, but uh, do you agree with uh, the Vegas odds makers uh, installing these two teams the co-favorites? Well, it's interesting. That's where they ended up on the dartboard because that's really what they're doing. They're throwing yeah. darts. Um, nobody <laughs> knows. Uh, you know, if Jerome and, and Guy come back, obviously Hunter's not expected back. I mean, they'll still be. Virginia should be right there. Uh, Michigan State should be really good. Uh, you know, Duke will be around. Carolina's going to be around. Kansas was young this year. They lose Dedrick Lawson, but they, they had a really good young team. But what we don't know is who's going to the NBA. We don't know. There's still some late recruiting that could happen. And we don't know what the feds are going to do in the NCAA. That's a very good. Program. Yeah, we don't know what Michael Avenatti has. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. We got to get out of that's here. Not, hey, that, that's, that's an ongoing thing. That's- it's college basketball season, and the Mammoth Park Sportsbook by William Hill is your best bet to watch and wager on all the games leading up to the big tournament. Watch every minute of action on our 75-foot HD video wall. Wager on props, parlays, over-unders, and much more. Go to mammothpark.com for hours and information. Excludes New Jersey college teams and college events taking place in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. Your vehicle is riding rough. It may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. 
when you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. So, guys, DailyRoto.com projections are now live for the 2019 Masters Tournament where Rory McIlroy is the top-priced option. But if you are not a member, you got to go for the green with DailyRoto.com and use the promo code MASTERS19 for a 10% discount off of their premium fantasy golf and betting tools. That's 10% off DailyRoto.com. Premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Promo code MASTERS19. That's DailyRoto.com. That's where millionaires are made. All right. The countdown to the Masters is on. And, uh, yeah, we didn't get into this too much uh, today. Uh, we've been talking a lot of basketball. Uh, thanks to Jerry Palm for just joining us on the show. Uh, me and Joe Ranieri got into a little bit of a uh, disagreement as far as um, Nick Saban and, um, and Ronnie Harrison are concerned. Except I'm seeing a story here right now. And I always say this, Joe, you know, Multiple things can be right. Two people can be right. Three people can be right. Three people can be wrong. Six people can be wrong. And uh, Alabama.com, AL.com right now says uh, mm-hmm. Nick Saban, Ronnie Harrison are both right and both wrong. Let's bring in Greg mm-hmm. McElroy uh, right now, a man that uh, knows Coach Saban very, very well. Also knows a thing or two about championships. Um, always been a big fan of yours, Greg. I like uh, like how you get stuff done, <laughs> number one. But uh, <laughs> Enjoy your work on television and uh, on the football field as well. Thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you all for having me, man. All right. So let me, let me ask you here, Greg. Um, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, we're not looking for sound bites here or like, you know, or, you know, gotcha moments, but it's interesting. And I, like I just said, I think this, I think the headline here is right in which they're both right and they're both wrong. Uh, Joe, you know, Joe, my colleague says he takes it like Saban's just saying, guys, Try to hang, you know, hang in here, and you'll end up making more money. And I'm saying, hey, it's easy if you're, you know, you're making 10 mil a year, and you know your parents aren't broke or you're not broke, and a million dollars and 800,000 and 400,000 dollars signing bonus is still a lot of money, even if it's not seven million dollars a year. So I can almost see a case in which they're both right. They both have a point, don't they, Greg? Yeah, I mean, I I think that. Look, if, you're, if your whole goal is to get to your second contract, then you can take the route that Ronnie Harrison went. Like, if that's where you feel like you're yep. making your money, no problem. I think 
Per- personally, I I would say in school. I mean, I'd much rather be drafted in the first round, knowing that I've seen third round picks get cut within a year or two of them being drafted, and first rounders hang around the league ever just because they carry that moniker of being a first round pick. So uh, I, for one, have always been one that thinks, hey, go back to school. You can't make up that money that you're going to get on your first contract. And right now, with the way things are being handled by the NCAA and each individual school, you get an insurance policy that's significant. Uh, for instance, it was executed a couple years ago by the tight end that was coming out of Michigan, Jake yeah. Butt. Yep. Guy mm-hmm. tears his ACL in his bowl game, picks up seven hundred grand cash tax-free. That is the equivalent of being a top-tier second-round pick, cash. So mm. uh, I guess like when I look at it, uh, the insurance policies now make it a lot more enticing to potentially go back to school. And you, you're just never going to be able to make up that money that you miss out on. If in fact you get drafted two or three rounds lower than what you were expecting. It, it's funny too, Greg, because it, it, it's like Ronnie took offense to it. Like he, Nick was making it all about you. Like, yeah, Nick, whatever. As long as it's, as long as you win, it's all about you. I took it where, Nick Saban was telling this guy, you're leaving money on a table like you're a first round talent that's settling for third round money and you're better than that. And so that I think that's where the confusion lies is because, you know, Ronnie went and took offense to it. Like, yeah, whatever, Nick, it's all about you. I didn't see it like that. How did you see it? No, I thought Ronnie came across as the guy that looked the worst in the entire situation. I mean, it, it looked, first of all, Nick Saban never said his name. So Ronnie's saying, keep my name out your mouth on Twitter. is a little, <laughs> little misguided to begin with. <laughs> Secondly, Nick Saban can help you a lot more than he can hurt you. And, right. I mean, right now, Ronnie going out and basically being outspoken against a guy that is quite frankly held uh, in a <laughs> held basically like, a, I mean, in the state of Alabama, if Ronnie wants to come back, it's going to be tough. You know, you, yeah. you anger the king, you know, and you yeah. come out and you speak negatively about a guy who, you know, some of the fan base thinks walks on water. Um, that's going to be tough from a marketing standpoint in the state. So uh, I think Ronnie really messed up by being outspoken, even though Nick Saban didn't single him out. It was pretty obvious who he was talking about. Nick Saban was never negative. I said, I wish that guy would have gotten his money. I wish he was right. the first safety taken overall. And he would be if he came back this year. So um, I can understand why Ronnie would take immediate offense to that being, you know, a young kid who's probably hyper emotional, but uh, I don't think it was real well thought out to send out a tweet that would basically outwardly bash the guy that helped you get where you're at. I don't think anyone's going to receive that real well. Uh, Greg McElroy uh, with us. So uh, Greg, let me ask you, even though it's sort of unrelated, uh, but Antonio Brown, is this, uh, is this, is he pretty much like the worst? Have you seen anything like this in a sense of, just the attitude, and you're a quarterback, so I'm sure you've had some guys before that you know they might give you a look. We're not getting the ball enough. I thought that there was a jealousy factor with 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 uh, with Smith Schuster that I sensed earlier in the year, and you know I thought they sort of used the blame Ben Roethlisberger for you know the sky being blue and uh, and dark at night, uh, <laughs> etc. Oh, it's Ben this and Ben that, and I'm like I think he's just jealous of Smith Schuster and. You know, he's just sort of a prima donna, but then not showing up for the last game and then, you know, stepping it up, mocking the city of Buffalo, like as if I'd ever, like with his little gifts and stuff. And then, oh, this kid fumbles the ball away. And 
it's to the point where players on other teams, Eric Weddle's at vet. He's been around a while. He goes, this guy's got no class. A uh, kid on the Texans, uh, Reed said, I'm going to smash this guy. And I don't. he goes, I don't even know Smith-Schuster. I'm going to smash this guy. He goes, this guy's just disrespectful to football at this point. You can't mock a guy for fumbling. Smith-Schuster busted his ass last year, Greg, right? Yeah, a kid fumbled the ball once. Shoot him. Right? Like, I've never seen – I've been watching football, you know, since 1978. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this with Antonio Brown before. No, it's a different world now, though, because athletes – um, they, they have all the power or they have way more power now than they ever used to back in the day. The clubs had the power, but now the athletes have a voice. Uh, and that voice is a very power, powerful social media following. And I, I think what Antonio Brown is having a hard time realizing is that he's not an NBA player, he's not LeBron James, Like he doesn't mm. dictate terms and he's coming across like a clown. I mean, <laughs> he talked, I talked to buddies in the league. And I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Like no one has a problem with how, hey, if you want out of Pittsburgh, that's fine. Like, I, if you don't see eye to eye with Ben Roethlisberger, Hey, no problem. Take the high road, man. Like Ben Roethlisberger made you the most productive player or helped you become one of the most productive players at wide receiver in the game over the last several years. You have a nine figure contract that you were able to essentially receive. You're going to make over nine figures in your career. And, you know, no wide receiver. Um, how bad would Larry Fitzgerald, uh, what would he do to play for Ben Roethlisberger? And it, basically you're going to disrespect this guy as you, as you kind of walk out the door. I just, I think it's, it's been kind of a. It sends a really message to handled. new teammates too, doesn't it, Greg? Like, I'm a Bills fan. Well, and I thought last year when Kelvin over, Benjamin said, over, said Cam yeah. Newton's held me back all these years. And I'm thinking, well, damn, yeah, you're going to love playing with Josh Allen then, bro, aren't you, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, well, like, okay, well, Roethlisberger's got rings yep. and, and accomplishments and just played in Super Bowls. Like, what's Derek Carr thinking? Derek Carr, and a lot of people think Derek Carr is weak, uh, you know, and, and people think he is, you know, hyper-emotional. And, and I don't, you know, I don't know Derek Carr, so I, I don't know. But there's, you know, there's people that think that. So it, with Ben Roethlisberger being as strong-willed as he is, What's Antonio Brown going to do to Derek Carr if Derek Carr has a, has a rough game or if his fantasy stats aren't what he would be expected uh, them to look like? I mean, I think he's all about stats. I think he's all about A.B. And, you know, that's, that's not known. I know a couple of his college teammates say he's the greatest guy in the world. So what's changed yep. in the last several years is really disappointing. So, um, but, hey, money brings out the worst in everybody and, and success <laughs> and egos. Not, uh, not in some people. Everybody used to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. everybody. Everybody is screwed. Yeah, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it really. It just. It money brings out who you really are. And if you if you have a big ego and and it's been hiding under the wayside for a while, it's going to come to the forefront at some point. And and it seems like it's certainly come to the forefront in a really loud way with Antonio. Let me ask you, Greg. Uh, give me two names this year going into the season. Coaches absolutely on the hot seat. Who would you? Where would you point to? Is it Harbaugh? Is it Willie Taggart? Like, who are the guys that you think are in uh, are in hot water this year if they don't uh, pull out at least a uh, a big time bowl game? Well, Harbaugh's not in trouble because he's still an alum, and I think Michigan fans, even though they're disappointed with how things have ended up, they'd probably look at it and say, "Okay, well, this guy's still a dang good coach, man." I mean, you can say all you want about his inability to beat Urban Meyer and, and how Ohio State has been, you know, his his kryptonite, but he's still a good coach. 
So I don't think Harbaugh is in. He feels pressure, but he's not necessarily on the hot seat. The guys that are on the hot seat to me are Clay Helton at USC, who now has a new offensive coordinator in Graham Harrell, and he had Cliff Kingsbury for a second, of course, (laughs) before Cliff ends up taking the job with the Arizona Cardinals. So he's probably the guy that I would start with as far as the hottest seat. Um, But Willie Taggart's right there. The only thing that Willie Taggart has right now is – the fact that he's known as being a gifted recruiter. And if, in fact, some of those guys he brought in, it wasn't an overly highly recruited class. I mean, mm. based on what we were all kind of expecting, I'm thinking top five class at minimum. Uh, mm. He didn't recruit numbers-wise as well as I think we all thought he did. But if they go five and seven again, uh, the only thing that's holding them back is the fact that Florida State isn't exactly rolling in dough. Uh, right. And financially, they would owe him a ton of money. So he might get a third year, even if they do have a really tough season, he might get a third year just because they can't afford to buy him out. And they gave him $30 million over six years or whatever it was. So the only thing that could keep him safe would be the the fact that it's just they're in a bit of a financial struggle right now, Florida State is, by, by all accounts. And and But his, his seat is scorching. I mean, there's no, there's no denying that Florida it. State hadn't missed a bowl game in four decades, and, and sure enough, he steps in year one. And yep. they come up a little bit short. Uh, Greg McElroy with us. Uh, Greg, really enjoy you uh, joining us on short notice like this. Love to do it again and uh, talk about some of these quarterbacks uh, coming into the draft. Great stuff. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us this morning. Yeah, you got it, fellas. Thanks for having me. There's uh, Greg McElroy uh, with us. Nice, great guy. And uh, really, like, I didn't want to pump his tires too much, uh, Joe. But mm-hmm. you, really, you know how smart this guy is, McElroy? No, he's very good. 3.85 GPA. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to be a Rhodes Scholar, uh, but he ended mm. up going to the NFL. Mm. Uh, scored a 43 out of 50 on the Wonderlick. Oh. Uh, he originally reported a 48, actually. So we should have asked him next time and say 43 or 48. He's actually <laughs> on record as one of the highest Wonderlicks of all time, along with the Ryan only thing I'm worried about. The only thing I'm worried about him is if Nick Saban ever stops short, his head might go straight up his ass, though. That could, that could be a problem down the road, just saying. <laughs> I, I listen. I, love, I maintain. I love them Alabama guys, dude. They are diehard for Saban, man. Absolutely that's the thing, like, diehard. I like McElroy. What he got right to the chase. He's like, he's yeah. gonna have a hard time going back to like events exactly. and stuff. Like, exactly. and he even said making money. Like, because now you can sign, right? Yeah, exactly. You go back. You sit at the tent in the lot. Hey guys, you're yep. right. Like now, love. like, aren't you the one that ripped Saban? <laughs> like, yeah. Love them Alabama guys. They are, if nothing else, man, they are passionate and damn loyal, man. Good for them. That's why I like McElroy. He goes, yeah, he's costing himself money. <laughs> like what he damn said. right he is. Don't, don't mess <laughs> like with the he goes, he said. He goes, Saban can only hurt you, all right? Like, you want him, like, to help you. <laughs> don't mess with the king. <laughs> You're kind of right. Oh, I think we're all right. You're all right. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. 
Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631-800-570-9631-800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. channels and save your business a ton of cash and if you call right now you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation now you have choices it's time to start saving money on your cable tv bill for your business and call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable tv internet and phone service for their business so now's the perfect time this may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now so please save money and call now 800-470-7113 800-470-7113 that's 800-470-7113 I'm assuming, too, like, and I'm not even going to hold it against you because when I lived in Vegas, I actually became, like, an old person with the early birds and stuff like that. And, <laughs> like, I actually, like, my girlfriend at the time, like, didn't like it. I used to tell her, listen, we got to go eat now. She's like, it's 5 o'clock. I'm like, that's when the deal is at the buffet from 5 to 6. <laughs> right? So <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why would we pay double like when we could go now, right? And she goes, nobody eats dinner at five o'clock. I'm like, we do. I'm like, <laughs> so, we so, do now. Yeah. So like, like, are you, do you have tendencies of an old person now that you've been in Florida for so long? No, listen. Yeah, and I, first of all, let me just say this. I am, uh, I, I am so proud of you that you know most people. When faced with a fire alarm, first thing in the morning, they go for things like, I don't know, birth certificates, things of uh, value that way. You, my friend, go for last night's tickets and your stash, and that is the first thing that you're grabbing for. So kudos to you, brother. That's the way you do it, man. It's priorities, man. Absolute priorities. I, I didn't I didn't lay all this money out on Virginia here to get my ass handed to me and it burned down the fire. So I'm with you there. I'm a professional. Uh, I've been absolutely. down this road before. And you Absolutely. know what? I was going to take one for the team, too. Dude, oh. it was like literally, I think it was it was uh, 618. 
So it starts, boom, it doesn't stop. I try to fight through it. Then I realize, all right, this is real. And I have a, uh, I have a history. I once uh, stayed live on the air during a fire uh, on the radio. And, you know, the alarms were going off, same thing. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's probably a false Mm. alarm. And, you know, so this is old school. So I'm like, you know, sitting in the radio studio and the the operator sort of a couple of feet away from me. So the alarm's going off and he grabs his bag and he starts to like head for the door. I tell him, what are you doing? And he goes, well, there's a fire. He goes, we've got it. We got to evacuate the building. I said, like, uh, I said, you can't leave your post. Like we're live on the radio here. I said, don't worry about it. It's probably like a false alarm. There's no fire. I said, whatever, dude. It's it'll, The alarm will stop soon enough. It'll go away. It'll go away. Everything will be fine. So um, he's like, this guy was kind of like a big kind of wuss. And he starts, like, freaking out about, like, uh, you know, it's, he's going to go and stuff. So I threatened to fire him. Like, I basically told him, I said, you walk out that door right now, you're done. You'll never work on my show ever again. <laughs> 